Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland. From the North Shore to the Classic Eight. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are falling. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by our friends at Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. We're going to get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area, the ones that are being played. Because, man, I'll tell you what, this gets tougher and tougher every week. We uh, we had a couple of my sideline guys um, called today. Some uh, weren't feeling great. Another guy said, hey, I got uh, forgot to check with uh, with my wife. I can't, I can't cover a game tonight. I understand, Jason. No problem with that. So if you're going to a game and you don't hear me say anything about that game, do me a favor and either call in and talk to Austin. Come on the air. I know that we've had guys uh, call in with scores, and uh, I'd prefer if you come on the air and talk a little bit about the game that you're at. Here are the games we have covered. Sussex-Hamilton at Menominee Falls, Marquette at Brookfield East, Burlington at Union Grove. We have got uh, the Oconomowoc at Muskego game, Grafton at Tosa East, Brookfield Central at Tosa West, Lakeside Lutheran at Portage, Catholic Memorial, at New Berlin West. So th- those are the games we have covered. And you can tell it's short. It's 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 not nearly as many games as we normally do. Uh, so if you're going to a game, give, give us a call at 414-799-1250. Let us know a little bit about the game that you're at when you're leaving a game. You know, that 9 o'clock hour, 
you know, my guys here are looking at me like, hey, man, you know, this is getting, there's not a lot to talk about. Well, there's a ton to talk about, not a lot of people to talk to. So when you're leaving your game tonight, you can call us and tell us about the team that you went to watch. Why did you go watch them play? And uh, we'll get you on the air. We'll, we'll have that conversation. So last week in this first segment, I uh, I talked about a guy that, that has covered games for me since I started this thing. And uh, I went on to tell you that uh, he was not feeling well, and he was down for the count a little bit. My phone just rang like crazy all week with people asking me about him, people praying, and the love that people have. Uh, people that know Mike Bush love him, and they know why they love him. People that listen to him on the show here, they love him too, and they don't know him. And people call him be saying, hey, how's he doing? And I can tell you that he's doing a little bit better. The last two days, I think, have been much better for him a little bit. He uh, He's hanging in there. He is hanging in there, and he got a little exercise in again today. In a typical Mike McGivern fashion, I challenged him half block race, me against him for 20 bucks. And uh, he said, I'll just send you a check. I said, absolutely not, Mr. Bush. You're the most competitive guy I know. So you get healthy, and then we'll race down the block, and I'll, I'll glad, gladly pay him the 20 bucks. So for everybody that's been wondering about Mike, keep praying for him. Keep loving on him because, you know what, it's working, and he's feeling it. And uh, I can't wait to the first time that he uh, he's able to call in again and just have a conversation with me. I'm looking forward to that, Michael. If you're listening, man, you know that. I, I, have, uh, I, I wait for that day, and I look forward to it. Small steps, brother. Small steps, and uh, we'll get you back as soon as uh, you're feeling up to it. So a couple of big games tonight, a couple of things that have happened here in the last couple hours. Uh, the Franklin-Kenosha Indian Trail game canceled. We're going to have Lewis Brown on at 8.15, talk a little bit about Franklin football, how his team, his players, his community, his staff, how they're dealing with this. Um, th- another game that is going on that is nowhere on any schedule, Lake, uh, Lake Country Lutheran is playing Nicolet. And Oak Creek, I believe, is going to freedom to play the Irish. So what's happening, and we'll talk to Lewis about this, because I know that he reached out and and tried to get a game with Menominee, and I don't think that's going to happen. But I know that that people were talking, and Franklin was willing, I think, to get on buses tomorrow and uh, head up to Menominee and and play, kind of like Sussex-Hamilton against Baraboo a couple weeks ago. But that's what's going on. You know, the old days of, of, you know what, you call somebody at a different playground. Look, I, I grew up on uh, on Bartlett Avenue playground. And we would, uh, I would call a guy at Hartford, talk to a guy at Maryland, and go, what, you want something? Come on, we'll play. Whether it was, you know, football or basketball or softball, baseball, strikeout, didn't matter, kickball, what do you want to play? And we would go over to that that playground and we would play. And that's kind of what's going on with some of this high school stuff. Hey, you got an open week? I, so do we. You want to play? Let's go. And I just think it's really – that part is kind of fun for me because you you would never see a matchup uh, like like Lake Country Lutheran and Nicolet. Lake Country Lutheran and Oak Creek, that was really close from my understanding. They were going to play. And I thought that was going to be an awfully good matchup. And Lake Country Lutheran said, look, I – understand the size of their school is a lot different than ours, but we want to play. And 
They were going to play them, and and then they found out or they heard that Oak Creek set up the game with Nicolet instead. Well, then Oak Creek decided to go to Freedom, so Nicolet was open, so Lake Country Lutheran called Nicolet, or Nicolet called Lake Country Lutheran. I'm not quite sure, but as of yesterday at you know 5 o'clock, nobody was quite sure who was playing. And all of a sudden, boom, we're good. You want to come out and play? You come out here and play. Okay, we're coming. So Nicolay at Lake Country Lutheran, and I'll, I'll uh, pass along scores. I've got somebody that's going to send me text messages on what the score is. They played Tosa East last week and got a win, and I know that they got a couple of kids banged up, but they're ready to go, and they got a big game next week against Martin Luther. So Martin Luther, where I coach basketball, I sent down with Chillis. He said, hey, I'd like to go see the Martin Luther University School game. I said, excellent. Yeah, it's right here on the schedule. I see it. Well, he gets out there and says, hey, there's nobody here. I said, there's nobody there. Nope, nobody there. So I sent him right away over to uh, Menominee Falls because uh, sometime today I got a, a text from the guy that was going to cover that one saying, hey, I'm probably not uh, going to be there. So awfully, uh, awfully interesting stuff. And it makes this job doing this thing a little bit more difficult. But it's uh, it's interesting to say the least. When I'm calling guys or I'm putting tweets out, and if you follow me on Twitter, I appreciate it. I, I'm not very active, but Steve Sparky Pfeiffer's been all over me the last week to, to be more active. So I put a tweet out and saying, look, if you're going to a game and you want to help us out, please let me know. And that's kind of where we're at now. You know, for years we had just a, I don't know, the last year 23 guys, I was, I was getting games that did not, you know, weren't that big of games, but these guys wanted to cover games, so I sent them places. Now I've got I've got games out there that I really wish I had people at that uh, I don't have enough guys. So th- this is different for me, and we're scrambled a little bit, but uh, we'll get it covered, and I look forward to it. Hey, um, Nicolay's up seven nothing, believe it or not, on uh, Lake Country Lutheran. Nicolay's football program, Coach Marauders, did a nice job bringing them back from a couple years ago. And uh, on a muffed punt by Lake Country Lutheran, next play, touchdown, Nicolay, 7 nothing, 7 nothing, Nicolay over Lake Country Lutheran. Mike Bush sent me a text. Thank you, Michael. Hugs and kisses to all my coworkers. And now, new friends. Bushy, if you can handle more new friends, man, you got a lot of them. Hey, I'll tell you one that uh, that I talked to for quite a while about you did, uh, yesterday was uh, Smoking Hot Mary. Smoking Hot Mary from Ideal Logos and Awards, and you can go see her for all your awards, promotions, or embroidery work. Big fan of uh, of Mike Bush, as, uh, as I am, and uh, she's very concerned about you, Michael, and she would love, the, love if you walked in there one day to say hello, so... Make sure that uh, that you do that. Let's uh, let's get out to uh, to line one if we can. Don is at the Sussex uh, Menominee Falls game. Hey, Don, what's going on? Mike Luke Robleski, if I have that pronunciation correct, with the interception for Hamilton Sussex. They get the ball down to the one on fourth and goal. It's Aiden Ediking on a one-yard touchdown reception. Sussex Hamilton misses the extra point, so they lead six nothing. 7.23 to go first quarter. Hey, um, you know, you played some football in your day, right? Well, yeah, I, you know, I, the seat is about the same. I, I wore I wore a helmet and pads, but the seat's about the same from where I'm at right now. But you certainly understand what the word audible means. Yes, sir. 
So when you pull into the parking lot at university school and see that there's absolutely no lights out and no cars, we pull an audible, right? We pull an audible. And look like at I you. Said, look at you. Like the I first guy to call in. First guy to call in. It's you. Well, you know, you got to be on top of it. You can't sit back. You've got to stay alert. You got to be aggressive. And here we go. That's down with Chillis. So Monday nights, I think you have a new time this week, correct? Uh, no, not this week. The week after. Yeah, we're that's gonna, right. We're going to push back yes. an hour. But this week's still six to eight. See, and the following week, seven to nine. And if you have not listened to Don on that college sports show, um, do yourself a favor. It's a really good show. And he does a great job, does a lot of prep work, gets great guests, and six to eight almost every Monday, in not this Monday, but the following Monday, he'll be on from seven to nine, but six to eight. And certainly want to thank, uh, you know, Soul Boxer for getting involved. Um, the Journey House, correct? Waterstone, Journey House. Water, Waterstone Bank. Waterstone yeah, Bank Foundation. Very much I want to thank those guys. So Don with Chili's, thank you very much. Six nothing, Sussex Hamilton over Menominee Falls. Well, well, only when Nicolay is winning do we hear from Ralph Reinhardt. That's awesome. Ralph, uh, line two if we can't. Congratulations. How you doing? I understand you guys are up a little bit. Yeah, it's 36 degrees out here in a full moon, and I got bumped last week because somebody else called in to score, so I thought I'd call in early. Uh, yeah, with about six minutes left in the first quarter, uh, uh, Nicolay's up 7 nothing over the state champions of last year, uh, Lake Country. Hey, so... Um, you know, that game got put together about 6 o'clock last night. Yeah, I know. He definitely called me immediately after that and told me. We got bumped with my old high school. Whitefish Bay has a couple of issues over there with COVID. So it's too bad. You know, a nice group of kids, too. Yeah, you so, bet. Um, well, you know what? You're, you guys will have your hands full tonight. Lake Country Lutheran is really good. They are really good. They have a stud quarterback. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be hopefully a high scoring game where we can hang in there for a while. But uh, I wanted to call up and uh, give you a score. So hey, it was about seven minutes left in the first quarter at 7-0. Hey, Ralph, um, uh, keep, Ralph, it's good to have you on these airwaves again. Keep us up to date, okay? I will, Michael. He is Ralph Reinhardt. Thank you very much. Let's get to line three if we can. Tyler Peters. He's at the Oconomowoc at Muskego game, and he is brought to you by Lynch McGuanago. The premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Well, already early in the first quarter, Muskego is up 7 to nothing. although Conwalk just got a first down. They're now at Muskego this field. Conwalk on their first drive, they went three and out, and they punted. And Muskego started to ball their own 35. It only took about four or five plays before Josh Bolsky broke off a 35-yard run. He probably broke about two or three tackles just right up the gut of Oconwalk. Pretty easy score for Muskego, but now Oconwalk's got the ball, and they're kind of doing some – doing a bit more uh, passing, and it's gotten them a couple of first downs. And like I said, it said what, uh, 540 left in the first quarter. They got the ball at midfield. Tyler, thank you very much. Good job. Let's get out to line five, Andy Marino. He is at the Brookfield Central at Tosa West game, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Obviously, fall is here. Time to get those new windows and doors you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got a fast start here for you. I have Wauwatosa West Trojans, eight, Brookfield Lancers, zero, six minutes left. 48-yard run by number two, Avery Dixon, to start out the scoring for Tosa West. And, Mac, I got to ask you, I hear this is a pick game. Who do you take for this? Uh, to, I would take Tosa West, I think. Um, to be honest with you, I think 
they're a little bit more big and physical and they like to run the ball and and if they you know they get up one two scores on you it's hard because you don't get that many possessions with them so i think tosa west probably so you told me on the show last week that i shouldn't doubt you so for brookfield central wins that's all out the window well, no, because, yeah, look, it's high school football. Come on. But you should never <laughs> doubt me. I mean, let's be honest. And if you don't believe me, talk to your daddy. He'll tell you. <laughs> He's listening. Yeah, and you know what? He did a – well, for the most part, he did a really good job with you. <laughs> but let's be honest. I know some things about you that maybe he doesn't. So. Oh, okay. We're going there early. This is going to be a fun show. You know what? Uh, Red Roses – Red Roses. He is Andy Marino. It's eight nothing Tosa West over Brookfield Central. Guys, let's get to a break. And I appreciate everybody calling in, man. I really do. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. And we're on twelve fifty AM. The fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric. So I was told uh, if I talk about my Twitter account, I better say that I'm at Big Time 1250, at Big Time 1250. And I think whoever told me that should go hold hands with his wife. I'm just telling you that. I sent you that text. Thank you for listening. Hey, so let me tell you a couple things. The coaches poll came out after week five. And tomorrow uh, on our Varsity Blitz show, between 10 and noon, uh, we're going to have Wade LeBecki on 11-15. And we're going to talk about this playoff, regional playoffs that they're going to have. And to my understanding, they will take the top four teams from each division, so Division One, Division Two in that region, and they will play a uh, tournament to see who the regional champion is, and we'll get we'll get more clarification on that next on Saturday with Wade Lebecki. But let's look at Division One. Muskego's one, Franklin's two, Marquette is three, and then Hudson is four. So obviously they're, they're not in this region. Arrowhead and McGuanago are five and six. Kenosha Bradford is eight. Oak Creek is nine. Oconomowoc is ten. So in Division One, out of the 10 schools, you're looking at eight of them from our area, except for Hudson and D.C. Everest. But then as you go down to the divisions, then that's where it starts getting a little bit less and less. So Division Two, Menominee Falls is one, Burlington is, is two, and Coach Steve Tenhagen, huge game tonight. They are going to be, they're at Union Grove. We got John Moore covering that game. He's going to be on our show tomorrow as well. He'll be on at 10-15 with a number of his players. And Ryan McMillan and I will talk with Steve Tenhagen and some Burlington boys tomorrow. But then Kakan is three, Cedarburg is four. And if you didn't hear last week's show, go back and listen to the podcast. Um, I'll tell you, those guys from Cedarburg were fun to have on that show. And really good ambassadors for Coach Brian Lear in that community and that school. And therefore, Wauwatosa West is five. Waukesha West is six, and then Menominee, um, Hartford is eight, West appears nine, and Germantown's ten. So why I'm doing this is a number of these teams are all going to be in the same region. And if you're if you're number five and you're looking at that tournament that they're going to have, I think, one to, between one and two and three and four, you don't want to be five. 
because you're not going to get into that. So we'll find out from Wade a little bit more tomorrow again at 11.15. Let's get to line one if we can. Eric is at Germantown at Catholic Memorial. Eric Block, give us an update. Yeah, what's up, Mike? We got a pretty defensive battle here tonight so far. First quarter ended, both teams punted the ball twice. And uh, Memorial's on a drive here to start the second quarter, 0-0. Boy, what's, uh, you know, Memorial, I know they're dinged up a little bit, but it's, uh, it's. I'm a little surprised that, that they're not going to, I would think by the end they're going to pull away from this thing, Eric, but this is not the Catholic Memorial that we're used to right now. Yeah, they got uh, Oxner back this week, so he's one of their best guy, offensive guys. But Germantown did just crack the top 10 in Division Two after they beat Brookfield Central last week, so... It is a pretty, uh, pretty good, you know, opponent tonight. Yeah, there's no doubt, and I'm a big Jake Davis fan. Two really good coaches at that game. There's no doubt. Uh, Eric, thank you very much. And Eric is brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all booster clubs, businesses, churches, and events. MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Let's get to line two if we can. Ted Lang. He's at the Marquette at Brookfield East game. Ted, uh, give us an update. Yeah, Brookfield Leafs came out really fast. Uh, with started with a fourteen to zero lead, two rushing touchdowns by sophomore Matthew Schwanda. Then on the ensuing drive, the last touchdown, Marquette drove it right down the field and scored on a twelve yard touchdown run uh, to make it fourteen to seven. Now Brookfield Leafs with three twenty eight to go in the first quarter over Marquette. Man, that's a high scoring game with those two teams. Yeah, it's going to be a high-scoring game. You know, Marquette's been undefeated, and Brookies, you know, they could score too. You know, and uh, now Brookies just ran off another big run. So yeah. we're going to we're, we're going to have the over on this game probably. Hey Ted, last night at the the Pick and Save of Menominee Falls, I gave the Pick and Save Student Athlete away um, award away to a young man from Menominee Falls, and a couple of his captain buddies came with him, and we had him on the show last week. And I said, "Don't look past Brookfield East." You know, a lot of tradition there, and they're they're really well coached. And and I looked at these guys. I said, "You didn't listen to me, did you?" They said, "No, nah, the first half maybe not, but boy, they're they're a little bit better than we thought they were." Yeah, they're 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 still a good team. You know, they got a couple losses here, but you know, they got a lot of pride here. As I'm standing here, I'm looking at this banner: D2 State Champions 2016-2019, Brookfield East. Hey Ted, uh, last question for you. That track, that track and field program, at Brookfield East, is as good as any in this area. Phenomenal. Mike, uh, Mike Steiner, the head coach, done a, done a phenomenal job with the track program here. You know, just to say, you know, all the success they had in track. They have a new track here now. They put a new field in, uh, all turf now. No more grass here at Brookfield East. But uh, yeah, definitely that tra- uh, the track program is fed the speed to the football program. 100%. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of, of that that coach there. Mike's a really good guy, and, and I think he does things the right way. Ted Lang, thank you so much. 14-7 Brookfield East over Marquette. Let's get to line four if we can. John Moore is at the Burlington at Union Grove game, one of the bigger games in our area tonight. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, this is proof that there is football outside of the Classic 8 and Greater Metro Conference. We have uh, <laughs> Burlington capitalizes on some good field position early. They Zach Wallace from one yard out. We have 7 nothing Burlington after one quarter. Hey, John, it's, uh, it's good to know that you'll head out of those two conferences that you've covered for us for the last three years. And, you know, I, I know you had to get a map to find out where Union Grove was, but, man, I appreciate you heading down there. 
Well, Mike, you know, I like to broaden my horizons. Yes, I like to do. see a lot of good teams, and I'm seeing some good football so far tonight. No doubt. Uh, that's John Moore. It's 7 nothing Burlington over Union Grove. John is brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure, secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Let's click, uh, get to line three. Tyler Peters. He's at the Oconomowoc at Muskego game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. We're in the second quarter right now. It's still something nothing. Um, Muskego, Oconomowoc on their second offensive drive. They're actually able to go all the way to the three-yard line. They face a third and goal. And then there was an interception. Evan Huxford made the inter- interception in the end zone. So that pretty much killed Oconomowoc's drive. And they had a pretty good roll going right going. They were doing some, some play-action passes, some bootlegs, and some... It's a great handoff, starting to get an offensive drive going. They were also going to turn offensive drive going. Like I said, they got shot short by an interception, so that's where he's standing in the second quarter right now. Mosquito's got the ball again, this time at the Oconomowoc 46, 7-0 Mosquito in the second quarter. Tyler, thank you very much. Tyler's brought to you by Current Electric, home of the superheroes. For all of your electrical or solar needs, go to Call is at the Brookfield Central Tosa West game. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got Tosa West uh, starting to pour it on. Brook Central, 14 to nothing. Uh, second quarter just started. Brook Central was in the red zone and fumbled. Uh, Wauwatosa West recovered in an 89-yard rushing play by Simon Doyle uh, for the score. This two-point conversion was no good. They did get a two-point conversion on their first touchdown, so I got... 14 nothing. your pick of Wauwatosa West looking pretty good. Yeah, it's early. It's early. Andy is brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of 0% for 72 months on the new Hyundai Tucson, Santa Fe, or Sonata at Hyundai West Dallas on Highway 100 or go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you scores and updates from all the key high school football games in the area. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. As always, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Let's get right up to line five. Alex and Zola, Brave in the Cold. He's at the Grafton Tosa East game. Alex, give us an update. Mac, end of the first quarter here at Tosa East, 0-0 in this ball game. In the first quarter, each team with two possessions, each defense with one interception each. It was Grafton who almost did the most with it. They took the ball all the way down to the Tosa East five-yard line, and they put together a 10-play drive, which included a fake punt, which went for 24 yards on fourth down. But on fourth down and goal from the five, they could not capitalize. So we are at 0-0 here at the beginning of the second quarter. Tosa East, though, driving deep into Grafton territory. So we'll see if they come up the first score of the game. That's Alex Zola. Well done. It's good to have you back on the air. Alex is brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show and meet this week's pick-and-save student athlete of the week. Thanks, pick-and-save. Let's get to line one. Eric He's at the Germantown at Catholic Memorial game. Eric Block, what's going on? Hey, Mike. Right after I got off the phone to you before, Catholic Memorial threw an interception on their own 38. Uh, Germantown slowly pounded the ball. You have a 240-pound fullback. They pounded the ball down the field. 
And uh, every third down, again, I tell you, Jernzell's got a sophomore quarterback, Kelly. Every third down, he's making a completion, getting a first down, and he threw a touchdown pass when he got it down. So, Germantown's up 7 nothing. Well, it's, uh, it's going to be a good game. There's no doubt. Eric, thank you so much. Keep us up to date. Eric is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. It's time to get those new windows or doors that you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Let's get to line two if we can. John Moore is at the Burlington at Union Grove game. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, after uh, Burlington scores to go 7 nothing, Union Grove capitalizes on a 40-yard run from Nick Williams. He goes from 10 yards out to put on the score. So we have a 7-7 Union Grove in Burlington with 10 minutes left in the half. Hey, John, two different ways to skin the cat. Burlington likes to spread the field, throw the ball over the place. Union Grove likes to pound the ball, correct? Yeah, but so far, Mike, Burlington's putting the ball in the air. That's how they're getting their good field position out of it. Yeah, Burlington likes to throw it. They they really do. And Steve Tenhagen, you know, former quarterback, former player at Burlington, he uh, he was a receiver, excuse me, at Burlington when Tony Romo was a quarterback there. And uh, he he likes to throw the ball quite a bit. He likes to put 40 up if he can. And, and uh Look, he's on my show tomorrow, so I always I always root for the guys that are on my show the next day that they get a win. Have nothing against Union Grove, but I want Ten Hagen to be in a good mood tomorrow. Absolutely, Mike. It makes it easier for everybody on the air to have yeah. a guy have a good mood when he comes in by you. A hundred percent. Imagine the big show. You know, every day that you know Sparky's in a good mood, that show is unbelievable. Well, we all know Gary runs that show anyway, man. No, so I don't. I right. don't. You know what? I'm gonna let you go. That's John Moore. That M O O R E. John Moore. Let's get to line three. Don Wachillis. He's at the Sussex Hamilton at Menominee Falls game. Hey, Don, give us an update. Uh, Menominee Falls, the beneficiary of a personal foul face masking call, which put the ball on the nine yard line. Two plays later, Quinton Redding on a three yard touchdown run. The extra point's good. We got nine fifty-eight to go before we get to half. Menominee Falls now leads seven to six. Hey Don, so last night when I was giving the student athlete uh, to Colin Heckman at uh, Menominee Falls uh, Pick and Save across street from Falls, and uh, got a chance to meet Colin Heckman's mom and dad and grandparents, and then the two other captains came, and uh, one of them was was Redmond who just scored. And I asked Colin Heckman, because Redmond's he's a little guy. He's small. And I said, how good is he? He goes, by far the best player I've ever played with. Not even close. He's already got a Division I offer in his pocket. Um, and he is waiting. There's a couple schools that have, have reached out to him that he's waiting on. And I had a chance uh, the last couple of days to, to be able to, 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 to introduce myself to his mom, who is a big fan of some of the things that we do. And, and I'll tell you what, pretty impressed with her and pretty impressed with this young man. Had him on the show, and, and then I met him in person last night. And for Colin Heckman to go, this is the best player I've ever played with. And if you look back at who Heckman played with the last couple of years at Falls, they've had some pretty good players there. And he said, right. hands down. This is the you best know, football player. And he said, look, he's a receiver, but but don't be surprised if we don't start handing the ball off a little bit. Yeah, you know, it sounds strange when you say speed and then quickness being two different things. Yes. I think people understand what I'm talking about, and he possesses both. Not only can he fly, but there's there's just a quickness about him and elusiveness that really makes him a potent running back. You know what I love is his brother is the other receiver. And I said, hey, uh, who's, uh, Quentin, who's the better receiver? He said, come on, man, I am. 
I said, really? He goes, he kind of goes over the middle. I, I stretch the field. And he started a big smile on his face. He, I'll tell you what, his parents did a marvelous job with him. Big-time student. And when, when, when her and I were, were texting back and forth, she made a comment that said, look, since he was four years old, he, he sleeps, eats uh, football. That's what he wants to talk about. You know, he does great in, this, in school. He takes care of his business. He's, he's a good kid, doesn't get in any trouble, but he is all about football. And she said, I'm really proud of him. So keep your eye on him. Uh, thank you so much, Don. Let's get out to line one. Ralph Reiner, he's at the Nicolay Lake Country Lutheran game. Ralph, give us an update. Update with 10.28 left in the second quarter. It's Lake Country 14, Nicolay 7. Um, just to update this quarterback I've been reading about a little bit in the paper, this kid from uh, Lake Country, uh, Luke, he's the real McCoy. This kid's about 6'3", 200, his junior, threw about a 60-yard touchdown pass, and then he ran in for one, too. Um, so he, uh, he looks like a really good quarterback. Again, with about 10 minutes left, Nicolay's on the six-yard line, going in to hopefully score here. Um, it's third and six. Hey, uh, so he uh, he fa- he fancies himself as a pretty good basketball player as well. By the way, he's yeah, a, well, he could be. He's he got the height for it. Yeah, he's and, he's um, he's a good he's a good basketball player and an awfully good football player. Uh, Ralph, thank you so much. It's fourteen seven Lake Country Lutheran over Nicolay. Line two, Ted Lang has an update on the Marquette at Brookfield East game. Hey, Ted, give us an update. Eight twenty-five to go in the second quarter. Brookfield East continues to take it to Marquette. Uh, they drove all the way down to the three-yard line, had to settle for a field goal by Simon Lupton. It is now seventeen to seven. Brookfield East. Uh, correct that as we go live. Brookfield East just scored another touchdown, so it's now twenty-three to seven, pending the extra point. Brookfield East over Marquette. Well, I'll tell you what, right now Marquette in the coaches' poll is ranked number three in the state in Division One. Uh, that would be, uh, in a lot of people's current corners, that would be an upset of Brookfield East. Now, they got out on, on the falls last week, and Menominee Falls came back in the second half and, and, and beat them. You know, we'll, I, I'd like to see how Marquette handles this. They've not been down, you know, these kind of numbers at all this year, and it's always interesting for me to see how a team responds to that. Right. This is this is the first. You're right. This is probably their first test of the year. And uh, you, you let know Brook East. This is senior night too for Brookfield East. So they are fired up. Boy, that's good. That's Ted Lang. It's 20. Did they make the extra point, Ted? We lost him. 25. I believe 23 or 24-7. Brookfield East over Marquette. And uh, Ted is brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of zero percent for 72 months on a new Tucson, Santa Fe, or Sonata. Go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. Tell Dan Richards that uh, go buy your car where I bought mine. My wife bought hers. Gary Ellerson bought one. Josen Zola bought one there. Bart Winkler. We're big fans of Dan Richards over at Hyundai West Dallas. He does a great job, and he takes good care of the people uh, from here at Intercom. Let's get to line one. Monty is at the Lakeside Lutheran at Portage game. They had to travel a little bit for this one. Monty, how you doing? Oh, not too bad. Yeah, it was about an hour and ten minute drive. Ah, that's nothing for you boys up there. <laughs> no, not really. It was a good drive. Though. Well, it'd been a little easier if it was over at Lake Mills again. Hey, yes, how were the say? How did uh, how did the slider thing go last week? 
Uh, actually, I never did ask Ian how it turned it how it turned out. Hey, he did a great job on the air, by the way. Good, good. He was he was happy. Yeah, he did a nice job. Excited. Give us an update. Lakeside Lutheran at Portage. Uh, Lakeside is up twenty eighth to nothing. Seven minutes left in the first half. Oh. Uh, it's been it's been a game of uh, turnovers. Uh, Portage is having a hard time getting their offense going. And uh, actually, Lakeside quarterback is running wild tonight, um, just right up the middle, and sort of just being on the dive back. So he is he handing the ball off at all? Uh, a couple times, but he's just following. He's faking the dive and then following the back. Well, there you go. Hey, yeah. well, if it's working, it's twenty-eight nothing. I guess it is. Monty is brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all booster clubs, businesses, churches, and events. Go to MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Let's get to line three if we can. Don with Chillis. He's at the Sussex-Hamilton at Menominee Falls game. Don, give us another update. Mike, timing was just a little bit off. Quentin Redding, this time off a left tackle, goes 52 yards for Menominee Falls as they now have the lead 14-6, 7.30 to go here, second quarter. On the ensuing kickoff, though, Hamilton Sussex with an impressive return. They are now on the Menominee Falls 33-yard line with a second and 10. Wow. Quentin Reddy's the, he's the real deal. He is. He is. And, and the line on that particular play did such a nice job, a little bit of a trap, and uh, the hole opened up, and once he got through, that was it. Well, I'll tell you what, I uh... – I had fun talking to those kids, and they represent, again, their community really, really well. And I just, uh, I'm glad that they're doing well. Just by talking to them the other night uh, over at Pick and Save, and when they talk about how much fun they have together, and Billy Howard was the other kid that was there. And, boy, size-wise, huge kid. And he plays, I think, offense and defensive line, then Colin Heckman and, and Quentin Reddy were the three. And... Uh, I know that uh, your local pick-and-save store, awfully proud of those kids and the group that they had come out um, to support the, the Student Athlete of the Week, Colin Heckman. Don, keep us up to date on that. Before we get to a break, let's get to line five. Andy Marino's at the Berg Central Tosa West game. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got Wauwatosa West 20, Berg Central 0. Four minutes left in the second quarter. Man, Berg Central just having a hard time holding on to, a, holding on to the ball. They fumbled deep in their own uh, own uh, side of the field and recovered it, but were forced to punt. And um, Wauwatosa West took advantage of the short field, a 39-yard run by Avery Dixon for the score. Two-point conversion, not good, but it's all Trojans here so far. You got anything to say to me? Nothing yet, right? Still <laughs> early? That's all right. I'm waiting for it. I, and- we got another half. Sounds good. That's Andy Marino. It's 20 nothing. Tosa West over Brookfield Central. Andy is brought to you by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit fastbackpt.com today to receive a free virtual consultation on any injury and get back doing the things you love to do pain-free. That's fastbackpt.com. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric. On 1250 AM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric. 
Go to callcurrent.com. So on tomorrow's show, we've got our superhero of the week. She's a uh, young girl from Whitefish Bay, Dominican, doing a lot of great work, and uh, we're going to be proud to have her on. She, uh, Boy, she's busy. These, the, if you have not heard one of our superhero segments or our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week segments, tune in between 10 and 12 every Saturday. Everything You, you turn on the news, everything is negative. Listen to these young people. And understand, I'm nice to all of them because I'm figuring I'm going to be working for one of them one day. I'm not sure which one, but I'm going to be nice to all of them because I'm sure that's going to happen one day. So tomorrow, 10 to 12, uh, between 9 and 10, we've got our youth sports show. And we're talking to a guy out of Chicago, but he spends a lot of time in this area. And they do these one-day youth basketball tournaments down in Kenosha and Pleasant Prairie. And he's got a great idea on how this should work. And I coached in youth basketball for a long time. You'd go someplace, you'd play one game on Friday, you know, two games Saturday, and then you have to stay there another night and play one game on Sunday. This guy, you're three and out. Get your three games in, and you can head home if you want. And now with youth basketball, there's you're really not getting on a, on a plane to go to Disney World or go to Vegas. So he's got him here in the Midwest, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, um, and Iowa, I believe. And we'll ask him tomorrow between 9 and 10 on how this thing works. So be interesting. Tune in if you get a chance. Let's get out to line one. And Eric Block is at the Germantown at Catholic Memorial game. Eric, give us an update. Yeah, hey, Mike. Uh, halftime right now, 7-0, still Germantown. Seemed like Memorial started to figure out a few things in the passing game right before halftime or moving it, but they ran out of time um, on the board. But, man, there's a lot of, a lot of hard hitting out here tonight, and uh, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game at the end. Well, that, Jake Davis loves that. You know, he's an, he's an old offensive lineman, likes to control the ball, likes to pound the ball if he can. Um, you know, he likes scores 14-10, 21-14. He doesn't like the Burlington, you know, 41-38 kind of kind of scores. Yeah. He's not real comfortable. You yeah. know, Eric, those offensive linemen, that's kind of how they like it. No, I don't know nothing about that being a former quarterback. I like the Burlington scores a little bit. Yeah, you, you like uh, <laughs> spinning the ball a little bit. How did your son do last week, by the way? Did they win? Uh, last weekend, I beat Marquette uh, 12-0, and uh, he scored a touchdown, first one of the season, so it was a, it was a good uh, good game for him. You know, my grandson plays for Brookfield East, and uh, they played Slinger and last week. He got his first touchdown. Nice. That's yeah. awesome. It's about a 70-yard, uh, it was a throw, and he caught it, and it's funny because there was about seven kids in red jerseys chasing him. <laughs> and he he man he took off and and he had like afterburners so I had him on my show I said you you got your speed from my side he said no I don't think so I mean he's ten <laughs> years old talking smack to his grandfather little Keegan Bonner did he still beat him tell the truth absolutely not no but I told him I would I said I'll race you anytime you better you get that five dollars out and he was yeah. like yeah okay and I go no I think I'll pass <laughs> absolutely not I cannot who do you, who does uh, the Catholic Memorial youth team play tomorrow. Oh, we got Kettle Marine tomorrow, nine in, nine in the morning. Excellent. All that Kettle Marine. Yeah, and your son, uh, he it was a rushing touchdown for him? Yeah, rushing. Good yep. for him. Man, how fun is that coaching him? Well, I was a little leery going into it, but uh, it, it's awesome. Uh, the relationships I made with him and the other players, it's it's uh, pretty special. So, Eric, there's a, there's a book out there called Coaching Our Sons. It's an old book. And I think it's still out there. Coach Dodge, a basketball coach um, out in Edgerton, uh, wrote a book called Coaching Our Sons. And I'll tell you what, when I was coaching mine a long time ago, 
I read it a couple of times, and it and it was very effective. And it helped me. There's good, bad, and ugly stories of all Wisconsin families and some that have broken up over this, coaching our sons. Yeah. And then, you know, Dick and Tony Bennett, when they talk about, you know, the relationship really strengthened, and Dick talked about it, and what I, what I got from it is once we got to the kitchen table, I was his father. I was no longer right. his coach. And I wouldn't bring up the game or practice unless he did. And I think that that really helped the relationship that we had, so. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you bet. If I get if I can find that book, I'll borrow it to you. He is awesome. Eric Block. Seven nothing Germantown at halftime over Catholic Memorial. Eric is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Obviously, if you've been outside, you know fall is here. It's time to get those new windows and doors that you've been talking about. Pellawi.com. Hey, uh, can you get Austin for me? Hey, Austin, um, you played at Sussex-Hamilton. You're a Sussex-Hamilton guy? That's correct. So when Sussex-Hamilton goes to Menominee Falls or Menominee Falls comes to Sussex-Hamilton, you boys don't like each other much. No, it was always an electric atmosphere. I think that was probably the biggest game on our schedule. So last night, and I just said this a couple of times, I met with the three captains, uh, Menominee Falls, at the pick-and-save across the street from the, the, the school last night. And hung out with those guys, and I said, hey, you guys ready to go? And they started laughing. They said, man, you have no idea. We don't like them. They don't like us. Yeah, we're ready to go. We've been looking for this one. This is our senior year. They keep talking. They've got one win, and they think that, that they're going to put a loss on us. Not, not now. We're going to get them. And I'm telling you, it was you could feel. And I said, you really don't like those guys. And they go, no, we do not. We do not like them, and they do not like us. So Yeah, it's a rivalry for a reason. And in every sport. Yeah, every single one of them. Basketball, the gyms were always full house. Football games, always full stadium. And uh, I think the one that eats me the most was uh, they beat us at Menominee Falls my senior year when uh, we had very high hopes for that season. That put a damper on it for us. Well, and that's what I think with, with what's going on tonight is that's what they're thinking. So I'll let you get back to work. But I, I like those rivalry games. You know, when I was the sideline reporter for Thursday Night Lights, anytime you got the Brook Central Brook East game, man, you knew it was going to be a great game. Games like that, I, I got excited about uh, to go watch them and be on the sidelines for them. The one that we always tried to get, and even though the the the, the records were never very good, um, West Dallas Hell, West Dallas Central, and we asked them a number of times. Hey, can we? Uh, we'd like to have this game on on a Thursday night. And the superintendent back then said, "Absolutely not. We're not moving this game. A Friday night, the whole community comes out." And I told them, "If if you did this on a Wednesday morning at seven o'clock, the whole community come out. This is it's it is West Dallas Hale and West Dallas Central, and they would not allow us to to move that game to a Thursday. And I wish that that they would have because we could have highlighted promoted those programs." Really nicely. Let's get to line one if we can. John Moore is at the Burlington at Union Grove game, and this is a big game. John is brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. John Moore, give us an update. Well, Mike, Burlington defense is looking pretty stingy. They hold on a fourth and two from inside the 10-yard line to keep Union Grove off the board. So we have seven to seven at the half. Wow. Never would hey John, I, I'm telling you, I would have I would have figured twenty four thirty points first half between the two of them in a seven seven. 
you know, so defensive struggle on both sides of the ball, and it's getting a little sloppy. There's been plenty of penalties. I counted at least eight or nine penalties so far in this first half. Like late hit penalties, holding penalties, what kind of penalties? No, a, lot of, a lot of holding, false start, legal substitution, which gave Burlington a first down there to close out the half to keep the ball. It's just, just a little floppy in my opinion. Hey, John, and you've seen some really good football over the years and in good conferences. How does how does this game that you're at stack up? Well, this stacks up just this – is, this is like Brookfield East Marquette for me, Mike. I mean, this is really good football. They are playing hard on both sides of the ball. And like I said, I am really impressed with the Burlington defense. They're just really stingy tonight. You know, a couple of years ago, a number of years ago, when Joe Cook was uh, was my co-host, they they Southern Lakes came up and John and Joe was at Greenfield, and they were at the seating meeting, and the Southern Lakes coaches, they they were not happy with what happened because all the guys in the woodland kind of said, no, we're going to move you to a six, move you to a seven, and the Southern Lakes boys came up here and pounded these teams. And Joe Cook said, look, I, did, I had no idea. I watched film on Union Grove. They were way better than I thought they were. We, we completely did not see them correctly, and they were not happy. And all those boys from Southern Lakes came up and whooped up on some of the boys up here, which made me pay attention to that conference. John, thank you very much. 7-7 Burlington and Union Grove tied at half. Guys, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you scores and updates from all the top area games. And at 8.15, we'll have Lewis Brown, the head football coach at Franklin. They're off this weekend. They're supposed to be at Indian Trail right now, but they are off this weekend. We'll talk to Lewis about how his players and staff are taking this year because it's been difficult on a lot of programs. This is the, the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric. On 1250 AM, The Fan. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland. From the North Shore to the Classic 8. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cup. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by our friends at Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. And again, tomorrow at 11 o'clock, meet the Current Electric Superhero of the Week. She is a senior from Whitefish Bay, Dominican. Uh, don't miss that interview. She is awfully talented and, and excited about life and a great ambassador for her school. Let's get to a line two if we can. Tyler Peters is at the Oconomowoc Muskego game. Number one ranked team in the state is Muskego. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Well, number one team in the state is right, and Muskego has joined it. Now they're up at the halftime, 21 to nothing over Oconomowoc. After they got the ball back, they were able to run run it down the field pretty easily, scoring uh, Dylan Krause one yard keeper. That was with 6:58 left, and then and then after another three and out by Oconomowoc, Muskego, they were moving the ball once again. They actually had a 46 yard touchdown run called back by a holding penalty. But on the very next play, Carson Holman braced for a 51 yard run. That was with about three minutes left. And that's where we stand right now. Oconomowoc, their their defense. I mean, they had the right strategy in mind. They're running a uh, five-man defensive front, 
to stop Mosquito's running game, but they're just not executing in terms of cap commitment and uh, and tackling. So that's where we stand right now. 21 nothing Mosquito over Oconomowoc. Tyler, thank you very much. Tyler's brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They're looking for apprentices starting pay is $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Here's a guy that uh, should probably be a Boilermaker. Line five is Alex Zova. He's at the Grafton Toast East game. Alex, what's going on? Give us an update. I'll tell you what's going on, Mac. It's halftime here at Toast East. 3 nothing Grafton as they close out the first half with a field goal. 3 nothing Grafton. It's been a defensive struggle here in the first half so far. I got to tell you, I mean, Toast East has had some opportunities. They put together an 18-play drive earlier in the second quarter that started from their own five-yard line. They drove down to the Grafton three only to fumble the ball. Grafton took over from there. Grafton attempted a fake field goal later on about midway through the half, and it was unsuccessful on fourth down, so they turned the ball over. And then with about 45 seconds to go in the half, Toast East had the ball deep in their own territory. They fumbled, which gave Grafton the opportunity, which ended up leaning to the halftime field goal. So 3 nothing Grafton here at the end of the first half. Alex, did you dress warm enough for this one? It's a little nippy out there. Oh, I'm bundled up, Mac, and you know it all too well. boy. Well, I get you enough gear, so you better be bundled up nicely. He is Alex Zanzola, brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon. The Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's Pick-and-Save Student-Athlete of the Week. Thanks, Pick-and-Save. You know, I can't uh, thank people at Pick-and-Save enough. They've been part of what I do for a really long time, and they continue to be a really good partner because they believe in, in you know, student-athletes. They believe in, in the family. They believe in their local pick-and-save, giving back to the community. And, you know, Jed Hansen and, you know, uh, Emily Williamson, who has been part of this thing for a long time, just really like the fact that we still go out every, you know, once a week. I go out to a different pick-and-save store at night and meet these players. Next week I'll be in, in Cedarburg, and the following week I'll be in Burlington. And looking forward to, to all of those. These kids that I get a chance to to meet, pretty impressive. In fact, I'll tell you a quick story about the young man from, from Cedarburg. Jason Schultz, uh, we weren't able to have him on because uh, he was at a doctor's appointment. And he ended up having a broken collarbone. And I feel bad, but he, I pick and save student athlete of the week. And, and Brian Lear, the coach at Cedarburg, said, you got to understand, this is a great kid. And he does a great job in the in the school, and we want to honor him as our pick and save student athlete of the week. So I had him talking to him the other night on the phone, and and saying, "Hey, look, I feel bad. How you doing?" He said, "Good." And I said, "What are you thinking about for next year?" And he said, "You know what? I'm gonna play football at the next level, and I've got some schools around here that are talking to me, like Concordia and and Wisconsin Lutheran, some schools like that." But I don't know. I said, "Well, what's your dream? Like, where do you want to go?" And he said, my dream is to play football at UW Oshkosh. I said, really? Have you called Pat Cerrone? No. Uh-uh. He said, but that's my dream. And understand, when I ask a senior in high school who believes that he can play at the next level, I always get Wisconsin or Alabama or Michigan or Michigan State or, you know, that level of school. So when Jason Schultz said, I want to go to UW Oshkosh, that's my dream. I called Pat Cerrone today, head coach at Oshkosh. I said, I got a story to tell you. This is awesome. Pat, when I ask these kids where do they want to go, it's always one of these big schools, and, and you just kind of go, I, are you sure you're, you're good enough to play at that level? 
And I don't say that. Sometimes I think that. This young man said, my dream is I want to, I want to play at UW Oshkosh. And Pat Cerrone started laughing. He goes, are you kidding? I said, no. And let me tell you what Brian Lear, the head coach from Cedarburg, wrote to me about him. And I read him this letter that Brian Lear wrote about this kid being one of the greatest kids he's ever coached and a really good football player when he when he was not injured. He was out his whole junior year with a torn ACL, came back, he put a buck 40 up, he's a running back, buck 40 up on Homestead, a buck 70 uh, yards up on West Bend East, and he broke his collarbone. And Brian said, look, I, I, I feel horrible for this young man because he loves playing football and his teammates love him. So when I got a hold of Cerrone, uh, Coach Cerrone today and I told him that, he said, hold on a second, Mike. And he brought in the guy that does a lot of the recruiting, and he put me on speaker and said, hey, could you talk? tell me that story again? And he said to his coach, make sure you get this, this young man's name and phone number because when we hang up, we're going to call him. We want to talk to him. If his dream is to play it here, UW Oshkosh, he said, I love that. I, I love that, and I definitely want to have a conversation with, with the young man and uh, see if we can't get him up here. So I got a, a text from somebody at that Nick Lake game. Lake Country Lutheran is up 30 to 20 with 247 left in the half. 30 to 20, Lake Country Lutheran up over Nicolay with a few minutes left. 14-6 again. Uh, Menominee Falls, I think, at halftime against Sussex Hamilton. They are up 14 to 6. And I appreciate uh Mrs. Redden giving me that text. Uh Jennifer, thank you very much for that. So some really good games going on uh, for sure. 14-6, Menominee Falls. Again, they're ranked number one in Division Two. Burlington is, is second. Kakana, three. Cedarburg is four. Wauwatosa West is five. Waukesha West is six. Then Menominee, Hartford, West Appear, and Germantown. Germantown is up 7 nothing at halftime over Catholic Memorial. You know, next week is the last week of the regular season. And then we get two rounds of playoffs. And I'm not quite sure. I haven't talked to Austin. I haven't talked to Sam. Um, I know we're doing next week. And then we'll have that conversation if we're going to continue through the two weeks of the regional playoffs. I, I think that we will be, depending on how many teams opt in to play and how many sideline reporters I can get. And if I can get Sam to commit to another Friday night and Austin to commit to two more Friday nights, I think we'll probably do it, but we'll keep you informed on that. So Franklin, uh, we're going to talk to Lewis Brown on the other side of the break. And they found out, from what my understanding, they found out like this morning that Kenosha Indian Trail was backing out of that game. And knowing Lewis Brown, he made some phone calls to see if there was anybody open that wanted to play. And I know that Menominee was a team that was looking for a game this weekend but that is, it's a four, four-and-a-half-hour drive, and I'm not sure that they would, that Franklin would be able to do that tomorrow. And we're going to find out with Lewis Brown on the other side of the break. I can tell you, if, if uh, you've been listening to this show at all the last six or seven years, I think Lewis Brown is one of the best defensive coordinators, defensive-minded coaches. He's the head coach at, at, uh, at Franklin, but he calls the defense. And a lot of people talk about the offense, but I'll tell you what, this guy, his defense is always right there in the state. Before we get to a break, let's get to Ted Lang. He's at the Marquette Brookfield East game. Ted, give us an update. 
Yeah, we are at halftime here at the Brookfield East. Uh, they hold a 24 to 14 lead over Marquette. Uh, Marquette seemed to have a little life there at the end of the quarter. Um, that uh, they had another offensive lineman go down hurt, so they are hurting on the offensive line, and Brookfield East uh, is getting some push up front. So, but it is 24 to 14. Uh, Brookfield East over Marquette at the half. Hey, Ted, what kind of crowd is there? Is there a decent crowd at Brookfield East? Yeah, it is. It's quite decent. And, you know, obviously all the tickets are limited. But, uh, you know, Marquette, you know, they're going to draw their their parents. And it looks like Brook East draws all their parents, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's been, a, it's been that kind of year. You know, I mean, I've seen, you know, we've been out every week. We've seen games where there was hardly anybody there. And right. you see games where there's, quite a good crowd and today's a good crowd hey ted i don't know if you heard that first segment uh but mike no. bush had uh he's had a, a much better couple of days good. so i don't think he's close to getting back on the sidelines for a week or two maybe longer i don't know um but we uh, i know that i passed along a lot of messages that i've gotten over the week and you were one of them concerned about him so i appreciate that absolutely absolutely you know i said bushy he's been he's been my friend for for quite a number of years now, he's been our our, our confidant out here. Yeah, you know, and uh, he's 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 good at what he does, and you know we miss him. You know, you know some of the new things. He hope he's taking his vitamin D because that's what they're saying now. Take 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 the vitamin D. Yeah, you know, help with the COVID, and you know. But uh, yeah, we're thinking of we're thinking of Mike. You know, and it's it's, it's just it's just not the same hearing him. It's not, and you know what? I look forward to getting him back on the sidelines because I don't know what it is about it, but every game he goes to, man, something crazy happens. So I'm looking forward to having him back as soon as possible. It's 24-14, Brookfield East over Marquette. Ted is brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking. That's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Let's get you a break. On this side of the break, Lewis Brown, head football coach at Franklin, will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. On 1250 AM, the fan. Before we get to Lewis Brown, we're going to get through these pretty quick. Eric is at the Germantown at Catholic Memorial game. Eric, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Uh, Germantown took the opening kickoff for 170. I mean, uh, kickoff after half, 170 yards, uh, scored a touchdown, and uh, muffed an uh, extra point, picked it up, threw it in, two point conversion. Germantown's up 15 nothing. 15 nothing over Catholic Memorial. Wow. Let's get to line two if we can. Ralph, quickly at the Nicolay at Lake Country Lutheran game. Ralph, give us an update. Halftime score, it's Lake Country 30, Nicolay 20, and I think it's about 24 degrees out here, Michael. It's it's a cold one. Hey, Ralph, you used to be a lot tougher. What's going on? Yeah, you know, <laughs> when I played football back in the old days, I was, but I was a little younger then, too, and uh, I don't know, maybe it's just the bones are going. Get, get, but, uh, I'm out here. I'm out here, Mike. I'm get, watching the game. Yeah, you get out of the get out of the car with the heated seats, get on the sidelines. That's Ralph Reinhardt. Let's <laughs> get to line five. Speaking of soft, Andy is at the Brook Central Tosa West game. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I have Tosa West 20, Brookfield Lancer 7, eight minutes left in the third. 
Brooke Lancers took the second half kickoff, went 80 yards down the field, capped off with a screen pass to Seth Olski for the touchdown. And, Mac, all I have to say to you is, huh. Excellent. Good comeback. That's Andy Marino. <laughs> Boy, he is he is quick, quick-witted, Andy Marino. Sponsored by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit fastbackpt.com today to receive a free virtual consultation for any injury and get back to doing the things that you love pain-free. Fastbackpt.com. Let's get to line five if we can. Lewis Brown, head football coach at Franklin. He's not supposed to be available to be talking to me right now, but they, their game against uh, Kenosha Indian Trail was canceled. Hey, Coach, how you how you doing today? Doing all right. Yeah, Thanks for asking. What a, what a weird season this has been, not only for – you know, for you guys, but for for us here too. I'm I'm trying to figure out what game is on, what game is not, and yeah. When did you find out the Indian Trail game was going to be canceled today? Uh, I think I got a text from my AD about uh, two. I would say about two twenty-five, and we get we get down with school at two thirty-five. Wow! Yeah. So you got to then gather the boys and 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 say, hey, look, guys, we're not playing tonight. Yeah, I mean. With technology, we're able to kind of let them know. But um, you know, we we I ran into a couple of captains and told them to spread the word. And uh, you know, a lot of them weren't didn't quite believe it at first. But yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I, I don't know. It's just it's been a crazy couple of weeks. I mean, last week we were supposed to play three different teams, and then we finally played Tosa Tosa West. So I've never developed three defensive game plans in a week. <laughs> so that was interesting. And then, uh, and this week, you know, um, you're like, all right, cool. We're going to play. And then out of nowhere, you know, on the, on the day we're supposed to play, it doesn't happen. It, you know, it's sad. It, it is sad. Coach, and I want to talk to you about the defensive game plan. Look, you guys last week, you know, Toso, Toso West scored 20 on a good defense in Brook Central in the first half tonight. And they've been putting up, putting up points you guys basically shut them down last week. You beat them, I think, twenty-one to seven was the final. That that running attack that Toast West has, they've been able to kind of have their will against uh, a number of teams. I mean, they're big up front, they're tough. They've got a three-headed monster in the backfield, and they're handing the ball off and they're pounding teams. How are you guys able to contain them and, and hold them to seven points? Well. You know, I, I'm a defensive guy. I think you guys know that. 100%. And, uh, yep. And, um, you know, when we found out we are playing them, I was like, hey, who cares? We're playing. We're playing outside the conference. I was excited as heck. And then I watched them on film, and I was like, holy cow, really? We have, literally have to face this? <laughs> and, you know, you, you just kind of reach way back. Uh, you don't see that offense very often. Uh, I remember we played Joliet Catholic from Illinois about uh, – I don't know, five, six years ago when they ran, not quite that, but something like that. They ran single wing. <clears throat> and basically, you you, know, you got to win the line of scrimmage against those guys. And um, you just, it's, you know, it's toe-to-toe. It's like facing an extra point, except you got three big backs coming at you, to be honest. That's what it is. And I, the, the Brookfield Central's D coordinator very well. And I, I, I know he was a little worried coming into this week. I just, you know, I, I didn't know what we had this year as far as physicality. And when we got a chance to face that offense, I'm like, all right, well, we're going to find out what we had. 
And our kids stepped up. They really did. You know, you got to – our D-line, I'll be honest, against a team like that, our D-linemen, I think, totaled – we had four of them. I think they totaled maybe five tackles. Really? Between all four. And you got to have guys on that second and third level just flying downhill and making plays and, uh, you know, reading their keys. And so there's a lot that goes into it. But, yeah, absolutely. Our, our defense proved a lot to me last week. I walked out of that stadium very, very happy. Because I'll tell you what, I mean, I, I would have predicted that they would have given Brooks Central a, a handful. They're they're a really good offense. Yes, with, with what they do, and, and they've got a lot of talent over there. Coach, last week when when this was going on and we had somebody covering that game, I, I said three or four times on it, and then I talked about it earlier in this show. I I think, and and nobody dis- will disagree with me on this that when you come to high school football and you come to guys um, that are, are some of the best defensive minds in high school football, not only in southeast Wisconsin, but throughout the state of Wisconsin, that your name is brought up. And people understand you're the head football coach at Franklin, but, man, you're a defensive guy. And your offense, a lot of times, people keep talking about, oh, did you see this quarterback's throwing the ball, that's receiver – Man, I always start with your defense because it, it seems to me that every single year when I start looking back at your scores, you know, it's it's seven points to Tosa West, it's zero points to Tremper, it's six points to uh, uh, Indian Trail. You gave up 21 against Bradford that first week, but that was early, came back and beat them, and that's a really good football team, Kenosha mm-hmm. Bradford. But, you know, this, this whole year, it's, I don't know, it's th- – 30-some points that your defense has given up. And it just seems to me that Franklin, year in and year out, defensively is one of the best teams in southeast Wisconsin, and you're the constant. And so when when you have to all of a sudden get prepared for a team like Wauwatosa West, do you go back in your mind to the Joliet Catholic game, or do you just figure, okay, this is what we have, got to make sure our linebackers are flying to the ball and wrapping up? I mean, you, you obviously put different schemes in for the teams you're playing. Yeah. Uh, you know, great questions. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was a defensive coordinator for 12 years before I became the head coach. I, I'll be honest, I leave our offense alone. We, we've had a lot of talent over there over the years. And one thing I take a lot of pride in, you know, I walk out and, and I take a lot of pride in kids that want to wear. So in our practice, our offense wears the white shirts and our defense wears the black. And to be honest, the past three, four years, as good of a, as our receivers have been, We've got more black shirts at DB than we do receivers and white shirts. Not that I'm trying to – but I guess what the point I'm making is I'm stealing some good kids um, that maybe they, normally they would be offensive kids. Um, and, and, you know, you can you can talk to Coach Krause over at Muskego too, as great as their offense is. I'll tell you what, their defense is every bit as good, if not better. And if you want to win championships, you got to be good on that side of the ball. I don't care what you have on offense. And I – now that I'm in charge, um, that's just kind of the way I, the way I roll. You know? and, hey, are you? You're a two platoon guy, correct? One hundred percent. Yeah, for the for the most part, we have you know with it with what's going on this year with all these, all this quarantine stuff. Honestly, we've we would be like if we had no one on quarantine, we'd be a two platoon, absolutely. But 
you know, if we get one receiver down and our best DB is the next receiver, and, and if we get another receiver down and our next best DB is our next receiver, that's how talented those guys are. And they don't just play receiver, but they're really good at receiver. Right. So that just goes to tell you what kind of what kind of kids we have over there. Well, and you, you, you had brought up Muskego, but all of a sudden, you know, you look and Muskego's starting to hand the ball off every once in a while this Hunter Waller. Right, he is yeah. going to Wisconsin, and he's going to be a corner or safety. He's going to be a safety, but they understand that you know what he is—he's the best athlete on the field sometimes. So we got to make sure that we utilize him if we need him. Yep. And I think that that's—but he certainly is—is is a defensive player. And you're right, Muskego's defense might not get as much as much credit as that offense because they roll uh, teams a lot. Of, uh, with that offensive line and these backs and, and, and Krause, you know, he's been running this stuff for a long time, coach, and you don't see it very often. It's hard to stop, you know, play after play after play. Absolutely. No, I agree. Uh, I talked to coach Lucchese and I'll tell you what, if you, it'd be a good segment, uh, but I, I'm pretty sure he had a nice argument with uh, coach Krause a few years back when Hunter was a freshman about where he was going to play. Because uh, I think Krause wanted him on offense, I can't blame him. No, but, I would uh, can't blame him either. No, no, no. but I think uh, you know defensively, that's that's where he he belongs permanently, and I think he's going to do great things for the Badgers, obviously. But I tell you, you know, you look at even like Kimberly, we've played um, we played Arrowhead in the state finals. We played Kimberly in the state finals, and both both losses there, and. Both those teams had unbelievable defenses, and I'm just uh, I'm just a big believer in it. I, and I I know kids come to Franklin because it's all about offense, offense, offense. But it doesn't take long for them to understand how passionate I am about defense and and to understand the importance of that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Hey, coach, before we let you go, we're going to have Wade Lebecki on the Varsity Blitz show tomorrow at eleven fifteen, and and um. I, I'm not 100% sure exactly how this playoff format is going to work. I, I have said, look, I here's what I know or here's what I think they're going to do. They're going to take the top four teams in Division One in this region and they're going to play it. They're going to be able to play f- uh, one versus four, two versus three. Awesome. Uh, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. And so we'll find out from Wade tomorrow. But if that was the case, and, and, and I know the coaching poll isn't what the WI is going to have. But right now it's Muskego 1, Franklin 2, Marquette, who's getting beat tonight, 3. Hudson would not be in the region. Arrowhead is 5 or 6. And then McGuanago, and then Kenosha Bradford is down to 8. But if that were to happen, then it would be you with, with – and if Marquette, if they get beat tonight, they're going to move down. It would be like you guys would be in with Muskego, Arrowhead, and McGuanago. And I, th- I don't think you care about that. Nope. I know they they wouldn't be super excited, but there's only so many D1 teams anyway. Right. We were talking about that earlier tonight. You know, we're at uh, my defensive coordinator's house right now, and it watches some games. And no, I mean, if it was Muskego, uh, we'll see what happens. Who's Marquette playing? I'm not. Uh, Marquette is at. Hold on one second. At Brookfield East, they're down 24-14 at half. Oh wow. Okay. Yep. Well. Yeah, um, obviously we 
you know, ultimately, uh, can, you we, tell we, him we I can hear. Yeah, you tell him I hear that fact there. I can hear it. And yeah, you know what? I'm upstairs. They're down the basement. I can I hear what the they're saying down that. there. And you know what? I would feel I would I feel much better hearing them say that because there there are some staffs that don't want any part of Muskego. And I know oh. that's not the Franklin staff. I know that. No, let's find out. Let's yeah. Find, I mean, you know, the thing is, is if we have no one on, I mean, I mean, I could do a whole segment on quarantines and all that stuff we've dealt with. That's crazy. Um, but, yeah, if, if we're at full strength and we get a shot to play whoever. Bring them um, on. I would be I would be all about it. You well, know, it doesn't matter who we play. I, and I've said this uh, on a number of shows, including a basketball and a baseball show. But when I say, hey, look, you guys need to be more like Lewis Brown and his staff and Franklin. Look, this year, if it was a regular year, they were going to start at Appleton North and at home against Fond du Lac. Right. And you want to find out what – I mean, Lewis will tell you, let's find out early. What do we got? Yep. Are, are, are we going to be good? Are we going to be tough? What do we have to fix? Let's go against some of the best competition we can in the state right off the jump. Find out who we are and what we're about, and then move on to the conference. So a lot of respect for that, Coach Brown. And, and you know, it's funny, as many times as I said that about you in the last two weeks about being one of the best defensive minds in football in this area, maybe throughout the state of Wisconsin, not one person uh, challenged that. I could tell you that the sky is blue, and I get four text messages going, you're out of your mind. That's not. But I go out and say that, and nothing. The the the, uh, the phone just is sitting there and nobody is challenging me, so I'm on to something. So, Coach, yeah. thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, good luck, and, and Wade LeBecki will will certainly um, let us know tomorrow at 11.15 a little bit more exactly how this playoff thing is going to work. Thanks, thanks for the time, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Lewis Brown, head football coach at Franklin. Let's get to a break. On this side of the break, we'll start getting you more updates at all the – uh, top high, f- high school football games in this area is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on 1250 AM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show on 1250 AM. The Fan, want to thank our friends at Kern Electric. The show is powered by Current Electric, go to callcurrent.com for any electrical or solar needs. Let's get to line one. John Moore is at the Burlington at Union Grove game. It's a big game of the night, I think. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, right now it's all Union Grove so far in this second half. The latest score, Nick Williams from 32 yards out puts Union Grove up 21-7. Oh. We're just starting the fourth quarter. Coach Tenhagen is not going to be a happy camper tomorrow. <sighs> not yet. Fourth not quarter. Yet. Not we'll over yet. No. How is Union Grove uh, defensively? Obviously, that this Burlington team's been putting up a ton of points on everybody. Well, not I, so far tonight, Mike. They look pretty stagnant on offense. Unless they get really good field position, they really haven't been able to move the ball a whole lot. Boy, oh boy. John, that's uh, a little bit of a surprise. 21-7, Union Grove over Burlington. John, brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see my friend Smokin' Hot Mary. For all your awards, promotions, embroidery work. Let's get to line two if we can. Tyler Peters. He is covering the Oconomowoc at Muskego game. He is brought to you by our local pick and save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz show to meet this week's pick and save student athlete of the week. Thanks, pick and save. Tyler, give us an update. 
hey, Mike, well, it's now a running clock in the third quarter. It's 35 <laughs> nothing Muskego over Oconomowoc. Muskego just pretty much thrown out of the gate in the second half. In the second half, Oconomowoc actually tried to do a surprise onside kick because they were kicking off. Muskego was able to recover, and they were able to soon score. Alex Curran with an 18-yard touchdown run with 9.52 left in the third quarter. And then after they got the ball back after uh, Oconomowoc three and out, which has been a common occurrence for their offense, Curran was able to score again. This time on a 39-yard run, and it was kind of a misdirection handoff. It fooled everybody, like even the officials. There, was, there wasn't even cheers from the crowd as Curran ran into the end zone. Everyone was so surprised by that run. So that's where we stand right now. Less than a minute left in a running clock, 35 nothing. Muskego over Oconomowoc. And, Mike, I want to say say this about Muskego's uh, facilities because when I first started on this show, you had me going to a lot of these Muskego games. I remember how, you know, very common the the stadium and the playing field was. Yeah. Because Muskego just scored another touchdown. But, man, they have really, really gone into the 21st century with their facilities here in Muskego now. Yeah, they have. They they really have, and it's – uh the whole that that area has has blown up and and it's still not you know landlocked and there's still houses going up and Muskego is uh, I know there are some people around here getting sick and tired of hearing how good Muskego is in a number of different sports but I'll tell you what they're uh, they're rolling tonight against Oconomowoc Tyler Peters thank you very much let's get to line three Monty's at the Lakeside Lutheran Portage game. Monty, give us an update. Brings up fourth and three. It's a running clock, start of fourth quarter. Lakeside's up thirty-five to nothing. Boy, I'll tell you what, Monty. They uh, Lakeside Lutheran maybe better than uh, than some people thought in the beginning, but there uh, some people are getting to be believers now. You get Kettlemore Lutheran next week, and then we'll find out what this two-game regional playoff thing is going to be. I would assume they're going to move you this way. It, it, would you assume that because? You're not going to Madison. There's no football being played that way. That's true. Yep. Um, I'm probably. I'm. I'm going to agree with you. I think we'll be heading your way. Um, so I don't know if we'd get matched up with uh, Lake Country or or who would be in the region. Well, I can tell you right now, um, it would be. I, I would think it would be you guys in Lake Country, and if if depending on what teams come up to get in. In the top ten of the the coaches poll, you know Cedar Grove, Belgium might be this way. I I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. That's for yeah. sure. Because Lake Country is one. You guys are four right now, and they're playing against Nicolay tonight. Last time I heard, they're up thirty to twenty on Nicolay. They okay. beat Wauwatosa East last week, so they're playing some bigger schools, and they're not shying away from anybody. Right, right. That's a good program. It is. Monty, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Let's get to uh, line five, if we can. Alex is at the Grafton at Tosa East game. Alex and Zola, give us an update. 10 nothing Grafton. As Grafton scores the first touchdown of the game, it has been a defensive struggle all night long, but Grafton finally puts together a long drive. This one was 12 plays, 62 yards, and it was all by the run. They went for it on fourth and goal, and they connected on a quarterback sneak. So it was 10 nothing Grafton, 150 left in the third quarter, Max. Well, I'll tell you, Grafton's a good football team, and, and uh, yeah. they, they really are. And I like Jim Norris, the head football coach over there. 
you know, they're playing all these non-conference games. Next week they're going, I think they're playing at home against Watertown. And uh, he was excited about this this team, and, and they he thought they had a chance to be pretty good, and they certainly are. 10 nothing. Grafton right now over Tosa East. Let's get the line one if we can. Ted Lang's at the Marquette-Brookfield East game. Ted is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. The obviously fall is here. Time to get those new windows or doors that you've been talking and thinking about. PellaWI.com. Ted Lang, give us an update. Yeah, here we are. One minute, 23 seconds ago, third quarter. Marquette has just took the lead no over way. Brookfield East. Coming out of the halftime, Marquette found uh, got the adjustments, found a running game, and big Patrick Daniels is just running wild. Uh, 36-yard touchdown run, and then another touchdown. The extra point was missed, so we are now Marquette 26, Brookfield East 24 with a minute 10 in the third. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, this is two weeks in a row for Brookfield East getting jumping out to a big lead and, and uh, not able to, to hold on. It's 26-24, Marquette over Brookfield East. Thank you, Ted. Let's get to line two. Don Wachillis, he's at the Sussex-Hamilton Menominee Falls game. And Don is brought to you by Hyundai West Dallas. Take advantage of 0% for 72 months on a new Hyundai Tucson, Santa Fe, or Sonata. At Hyundai West Dallas on Highway 100 or HyundaiWestDallas.com. Don, give us an update. Mike, in the third quarter, this time it would be Evan Redding with a 17-yard touchdown run, which gives Menominee Falls a 21-6 lead. We've got 11:34 remaining in the game. Menominee Falls just uh, got themselves an interception, so they'll have first and 10 on the 50. And this game could have even been a bigger spread right now as far as Menominee Falls goes with about 30 seconds to go before half. They fumbled on the nine while attempting to score. But as I said, 11.34 to go in the game, 21-6 to six, Menominee Falls. Boy, it's uh, I, all the Reddings. I should pick up those boys in a fantasy football league or something. Yeah, I, I think you would do okay as long as you took the brothers on this one. Yeah, I, I agree. Down with Chillis, thank you very much. Let's get to line five. Andy. Andy Marino's at the Brook Central Tosa West game. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got Tosa West 29, Brookfield Central 7, seven minutes left in the game. Uh, While Tosa West picking up a field goal and a touchdown on their last two drives, and uh, I think time's running out here for uh, Brook Central. Notice, notice how quiet I'm, I'm. I'm hesitating here in case you've got anything else to say to me. No, no. I was hoping you. Pro- I assume you would probably have some comments uh, regarding the score at this time. That, I, I have a hard time pausing when you're on the radio, but I, okay, Andy. If you got nothing else to say to me, that's fine. Twenty-nine-seven. Tosa West over Brook Central. Let's get to line one if we can. John Moore at the Burlington Union Grove game. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, it's still all Union Grove. Nash Wolf to Cody Cotton for 76 yards. Oh. Puts Union Grove up 28-7 with eight minutes left in the ballgame. And I think you're going to have one unhappy coach in the morning, Mike. You might have to buy him breakfast. Oh, boy. Well, he's going to be on his cell phone, and I can send him money. But, man, I, Steve Tenhagen's not going to be not going to want to come on this show tomorrow. 28-7, Union Grove over Burlington. Uh, Ted, thank you very much. 
Another uh, another update, Lake Country Lutheran is now 36-20 over Nicolet with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. I want to thank Nate Amack. And Nate is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind, Sharon Sunshine, for nearly 100 years, something like that. I should know that since they are my client. Love those guys, Bayview Shade and Blind. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get you updates and some finals on some of these games. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric, on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard. High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. We are on 1250 AM, The Fan. Let's get to line one right away. Down with Childers at that Sussex-Hamilton. At Menominee Falls game, Don, give us an update. My Quinton Redding from eight yards will get the score for Menominee Falls. He's got 7 to go in the game. Menominee Falls pulling away with this one. It's now 28-6. to Hey, what makes this kid that this good? I'm I am uh, I am now intrigued. That I need to see this kid play because every sideline reporter we have just keeps saying, "Hey, Quentin Redding here and Quentin Redding there." And and that, that you just in a nutshell described how this kid can run because he can he'll be running to the right, the gap will be closed up, and he'll reverse field, and he has the speed and quickness that he can just make plays happen and. When you've got somebody with those two, speed and quickness, I'm, I'm telling you, it just they put themselves head and shoulders up above anybody else they're playing against right now. Boy, that's uh, that's good. I'm hoping to, to maybe get his mom on the show after the game because she's really proud of those boys. 28-6 right now. Menominee falls over Sussex-Hamilton. Don, thank you very much. Let's get to line two if we can. Eric Block. He's at the Germantown at Catholic Memorial game, brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see Smoking Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, and embroidery work. Eric, give us an update. Hey, Mike, we got a final out here. Uh, Germantown 15, Catholic Memorial 0. Catholic Memorial was driving right at the, about three or four minutes left in the game. Looked like they were going to get in. They turned it over on downs on the 10-yard line, and then uh, Germantown ran out the clock after that. Hey, Eric, impressed with Germantown? Yeah, yeah, real impressed. Uh, like we said earlier, number number ten team in the state, in Division Two. I think they deserve that ranking. Uh, they were hitting hard tonight, and uh, you know what? Their area where they're located, they might find themselves in the Final Four of a region somewhere. Yeah, they might. I I agree with that, and I'm I'm a big Jake Davis fan, and and I think he does a really nice job out of Germantown to shut out Catholic Memorial. I'd like to know the last time they were shut out. Right. Yeah, I don't know when. I don't I don't know when either. Fifteen nothing Germantown over Catholic Memorial. Let's get to line six if we can. Alex Zinzola. He's covering the Grafton at Tosa East game. Alex, give us an update. Tosa East making it a ball game, Mac. Ten six here is under ten minutes to go in the game. Tosa East responds to the Grafton touchdown with an eight play, sixty seven yard drive, key by a thirty yard reception in uh, Grafton territory, which led to a one-yard touchdown reception. Extra point was blocked, so it is 10-6. Grafton in the fourth quarter. 10-6. There you go. Alex, it brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's pick-and-save 
Student Athlete of the Week. Thanks, Pick and Save. Let's uh, get to line three if we can. John Moore's at the Burlington at Union Grove game. John, give us an update. Well, they, my Burlington scored right away, Mike. They've capitalized on a good good field position and a long kickoff return. They score from five yards out on Zach Wallace's carry. They are down 28-14 with four minutes left. Not maybe not enough time. Not quite over yet. They just they just missed the onside kick, so Union Grove's got the ball about midfield. John Moore, thank you very much. Let's get to line one if we can. Ten Lang. Surprising game. Marquette at Brookfield East. Ted, give us an update. Fireworks here in the fourth quarter. It is now Marquette 34, Brookfield East 32, 930 to go. Oh, man. Well, that's uh yeah, whatever you paid to get in, you should go back and give them some more money, Ted. Yeah, you know, just wish it was a little warmer. But you know that with the mask on, it the mask keeps your face warm at least. Yeah, and the, the nice gear. I hopefully you got that uh, nice sweatshirt on. Oh, I got it from I got I, I went old school today too. There you go. <laughs> he is uh, he is Ted Lang. He's always going old school. He is Ted Lang. It's thirty four thirty two. How much time left? I think he said four minutes, five minutes, something like that. Marquette over Brookfield East, and Ted is brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, if you're leaving a game, getting in your car, getting warm, give us a call. We'd like to talk to you. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Let Austin know that you want to talk about the game that you were at, and we'll have that conversation. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Kern Electric, on 1250 AM, The Fan. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland, from the North Shore to the Classic Eight, from the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cup. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are falling. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM. The Fan, where we get you the most current and up-to-date scores at all the key high school football games in the area so a lot of finals are coming in. I just got a t- uh, text regarding the Lake Country Lutheran Nicolet game. It is 36-26 Lake Country Lutheran with uh, three minutes to go in the third quarter. So that game is uh, is going to get done a lot later than some of the other ones. 36-26 Lake Country Lutheran over Nicolet with three to go in the third quarter. When you start looking at next week, which is the last week in the regular season, and you look at some of the matchups. Muskego's got Waukesha South, who's down a little bit, down quite a bit this year. And Muskego, again, has not lost a game in that conference in a while. They should be fine there. So you, you look at that and you look at, at Kettle Moreno play McGuanago, Waukesha North against Arrowhead. When you look at, at that, again, top four in the state and division one, 
Marquette now, last we heard, they're up two with three or four minutes to go against Brookfield East. And we'll get a final on that, obviously, as soon as that thing is done from Ted Lang, because that's going to mean a lot if how this pairing is going to happen. And we'll, again, talk with, um, we'll talk with Wade LeBecky at 11.15 tomorrow to figure all this out. But if the, what I think is going to happen, that, that Marquette game is big right now. There are some teams that are rooting for Brookfield East in a big way. Next week, Marquette plays at home against Brookfield Central. And Brookfield Central is, is, uh, is getting beat handily tonight against Wauwatosa West. So there, there's a lot of things that can happen between now and, and uh, when all of this starts getting in, into play with the WIA and who's playing who and who's playing where. Let's get out to line one if we can, down with Chillis. Been covering that Sussex-Hamilton at Menominee Falls game. Don, give us an update. After creating a turnover, Hamilton Sussex Gabe's, Gabe Ballowitz, excuse me, with a 46-yard touchdown reception. We've got 3:28 to go in the game. It's now 28 to 13. Menominee Falls still in control. Don, thank you very much. Let's get out to line two. Ralph Reinert. He's at the Nicolay at Lake Country Lutheran game. Ralph, give us an update. Just starting the fourth quarter, Michael. It's uh, 36 Lake Country. Nicolay 26. Uh, 62 points have scored in this game. It's uh, it's a great game. It's it's back and forth, and uh, and uh, I, I don't know what to say, but my body is frozen right now, so I can tell you. <laughs> hey, Ralph, you got to feel pretty good about where this Nicolay football program has gotten to because, you know, when when they when they decided not to have a varsity season a number of years ago. We had yep. that conversation. You said, I think it's the best idea because we need to we need to get the program healthy. Got to get more kids involved. They got to understand that they've got to get in the weight room. We've got to get some wins, and we'll get some wins on the JV level and then move it back to varsity. I didn't agree with you, but I think you were right. No, I you know, thanks, Michael. And I, it is. They have sixty some kids out this year. Um, and um, and I think it's the first time in Nicolay they've had 16 linemen that are actually qualified linemen on the team. So it's it's been great. Coach Motors and a heck of a job with this team. And like I said, they're battling a team that uh, won state last year, and they're five and zero. So it's been a, a heck of a first three quarters, and hopefully the fourth quarter ends up uh, competitive. Ralph Reiner, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Let's get to line four. Tyler Peters, he's at the Oconomowoc at Muskego game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, uh, more than an update, I have a final 49 to nothing. Mosquito just runs over Okamowoc. A couple of touchdown runs by Landon Rogers kind of capped off the game for Mosquito and just a completely dominating performance. I think I can only count one or two times that, or two or three times actually, that Okamowoc actually got past midfield. Their second offensive drive, they got all the way to Mosquito three, and then they got, got intercepted. That's as close as they got to actually even getting to the scoreboard. Getting onto the scoreboard, just uh, total domination. Otherwise, for Muskego. Boy, Tyler, I appreciate that. Forty-nine, uh, nothing, Muskego over Oconomowoc. We got. We'll get you to your car early tonight on with that running clock. Oh, oh, absolutely! Probably one of the earliest games I've left. Wow. 49 nothing, Muskego. Tyler Peters, well done. Thank you very much. Let's get to line one if we can. Ted Lang, he's at the Marquette-Brookfield East game. Ted, give us an update. 
You know, big time, we were talking track and field before. This has turned into a track meet here. Brookfield Leaf has just taken the lead over Marquette again. It is now Brookfield Leaf 40, Marquette 34 with 535 to play. And Marquette driving on the Brookies 24-yard line. Wow. What a game. Yes. It has turned into a track meet. And, Ted, you know what? With, with, again, us talking to Wade Lebecki uh, tomorrow at 11-15 and figuring out this playoff part, Mar- Marquette right now in Division One is in that conversation in the top four. And they they right now are three. It's Muskego, Franklin, Marquette, then Hudson is four. They won't be in this region. And then Arrowhead. Marquette gets a loss. Now, Arrowhead has two, and McGuanago has two. The Marquette gets a loss. That'll be one, but I, I would assume they're going to move down. I, it's going to be really interesting in, if, yeah. if Brook, Brookfield East can hold on. Well, that could throw, that'll throw a wrench in it, that's for sure. Yeah, 100%. Ted Lane, thank yeah. you very much. Keep us up to date on that one. Let's get to line five if we can. Alex and Zola, Grafton, at Tosa East, at Hard Park. Give us an update. Well, Matt, Grafton responded to the Tosa East touchdown by driving down the field and kicking a field goal to go 13-6. to And then while I was on hold with you, Graft, or Tosa East, rather, they get the ball back and go three and out, and then they go to punt on fourth down. The snap goes over the punter's head into the end zone for a safety. Grafton now up 15-6 to with about five minutes play, and they're going to get the ball back here on the safety punt. So it looks like Grafton, how much time's left, do you think? About five minutes. Yeah, I think, boy. You know, special teams obviously play a big part in, uh, especially in high school. You know, you see much, much more of this in, in high school football than you do in college and the pros, where it's a bad snap, or a really bad punt, or a missed extra point. Uh, Alex, thank you so much. Yep, absolutely. You bet. Alex is brought to you by our friends, our local pick and save stores. Listen every Saturday from ten to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's pick and save. Student Athlete of the Week. Thanks, Pick and Save. So if you're leaving a game like Tyler Peters was, give us a call and uh, let us know how that game went. And we can certainly talk a little bit about who your team plays next week. And I can give you what I know about the playoff scenario. And it's going to change, I think, tomorrow when we talk to Wade Lebeck, who's the uh, Deputy Director of the WIA at 1115. And he'll give us an idea exactly what they're thinking and how this is going to work. But it'll be very interesting, especially in Division One, Division Two, and Division Three. You know, Whitefish Bay, who couldn't play tonight, is uh, ranked number one in the coaching poll in Division Three. But then it's Medford, Rhinelander, and then Grafton. Grafton uh, is going to probably get a win tonight against Wauwatosa East. And then Baraboo is five, Plymouth is six. Shano is seven on Alaska, New Richmond, and then Mosinee. So in Division Three, right now, I only see two schools in this region. Division Two is loaded with it. Menominee Falls, Burlington, who's going to get beat tonight by Union Grove. And then Cedarburg, Wauwatosa West, who's going to get a good win, it looks like, tonight. It, it's going to be difficult for Waukesha West and for Hartford, I think, to jump in there, Germantown, who got a good win tonight against Catholic Memorial, is, is that's going to be difficult for them, too, because they're right now at 10. But in schools in this, in this region, they would be at 7 or 8. And I, 
We'll find out. If that's the way they're going to do it, it's going to be really interesting because that gives a school like Franklin, and we talked to Lewis Brown, we know how they feel. They, they'll play anybody in the state. Don't care. Come on. Who wants to play? They, they, I heard, and I didn't even talk to Lewis about it, they were willing to go to Menominee tomorrow to play. They were willing they were willing to drive to Menominee, who's ranked 7th in Division Two, and Coach Labuda, that's as good a program as there is, especially up in that area. And from my understanding, the Franklin boys made the call and said, no, we'll play. You want to play us? Come on. We'll meet halfway. You can come here. We'll come there. Because they, they don't back down from anybody. And so that's why this whole playoff thing would be really fun for me. Because guys like that are saying, you know who we want to play. You know exactly who we want to play. And, and let's find out how good we are if we get a chance. So I love this stuff, man. Again, this is all, all that old playground stuff. Everybody thinks they're better. Come on, let's go figure it out on the field or the court. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. If you're leaving a game or an ice cream stand, best ice cream in town is at Gillies, I hear. I don't know. Somebody should call and let me know that at 414-799-1250. 799-1250. Let's get to line one if we can. Don Wachilla has been covering the Sussex-Hamilton-Menominee Falls game. Don, give us an update. Mike Quinton gets another one on a pick oh, six man. this time. Uh, we're a final here out in Menominee Falls. The final 35-13, to 13, Menominee Falls over Sussex-Hamilton. So the Reading boys got them all, didn't they? Yeah, Quinton got four, Evan got one. So, yeah, credit the Reading family with all five touchdowns tonight. So if if I invite the Reddings to my house for Thanksgiving, we play Thanksgiving football, I'm like, Quinton's the first pick, right? Oh, I, I have a feeling that's who exactly you would take, number one. <laughs> yeah. And his brother would be 1B, quite honestly. Well, I got a feeling I'm going to take Quinton, and I, that way I don't have to come bump and run defensively on him. I don't want to embarrass the young man. Jeez. That's not an image we need at yeah, we do, we do not. Somebody call 911 before the game. Down with Chillis, thank you very much. Yep. But let's get to line five first. Let's get to Alex because we're going to give Andy a little extra time. I think he needs some extra time when we get to Andy. Um, Alex Grafton and Tosis, give us an update. Well, Grafton might have just put it away here. Tosa East on fourth down does not convert. Grafton takes over on down. So Grafton's up 22-6. to six. They took advantage of that safety punt and took it down the field in five plays, scored on a 15-yard touchdown run to go up 22-6. to six. As I just said, Tosa East failed to convert on fourth down. So with just over three minutes to play, Grafton takes over on downs, looking to put this one away. You know, Alex, you might want to, to somehow get to a radio because I, I know our next caller um, has got something to say to me that oh. you might want to hear. So, Alex Zola, thank you very much. So let's get to line five if we can. Andy Marino, there's the final, Tosa West and Brooks Central. And, Andy, we don't even have to get to a break, so you just go ahead and tell us everything you need to tell us. 
Okay. Um, thank you, Mac, for the airtime. I have a final of Wauwatosa West 35, Brookfield Central 14. Both teams traded touchdowns in the final couple minutes, but it didn't really matter. It was uh, Wauwatosa West um, the whole way. And, Mac, since this was such a blowout, I have a uh, prepared statement that I was able to write, if I could uh, read that right now. Sure. All the time you need. <clears throat> I, Andy Marino, will no longer question Mike McGivern's football expertise. Mac's quick, quick wit and immense professionalism is an inspiration to all of us here at WSSP Radio. Wow. That, I have tears coming down my cheek <laughs> right now. You know, and I don't know who wrote that for you because you're a Wisconsin Luther grad. So somebody over there in the press box or in the stands at Wauwatosa West wrote that for you. But I thought you look, I, I'm sure you you, you uh, prepared for that. And I appreciate it. Something I'm going to probably ask Sam to get an air check for me. And make sure that I keep that on my phone as my ringtone. I'm not going to lie. It was a pretty good statement, all things considered. Well written. You know, and and it's amazing. Again, he said he graduated from Wisconsin Luther. And I, you know, might have been in one of those special programs, but that's okay. Nothing wrong. Certainly nothing wrong. I was on the five-year plan, actually. He was five-year plan in high school. That's that's wonderful. Andy, thank you for that. And, uh you know what? Now when basketball comes around, I know you never question me in that sport. Nope. No. And then baseball, don't worry about it. I know enough about baseball to be dangerous. He is a an- media, media man of the year award you got a couple years ago. That's, oh, that that's right. I forgot. And I I think one's coming maybe because, I don't know, we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know next, day, next time I hear something like that. Andy Marino, well done. I hope uh, – Again, I hope we uh, we save that because I'm going to have to keep that. <laughs> Let's get out to line one. John Moore is at the Burlington at Union Grove game. And, uh, man, my guests tomorrow are not going to be happy. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, the game just ended after a little bit of confusion. The unsportsmanlike on both teams don't know what the call was, don't know what the confusion was about. But we have a 28-14 Union Grove final. Well, that I'll tell you what, that throws a whole wrench into a lot of different things. So Union Grove, man, what a big win for them uh, to beat Burlington. And I think people were, were probably looking at Burlington as the, the favorite now in that conference. And Union Grove, who's undefeated as well, has now kind of taken over a little bit on that conference. And I can tell you by looking at this sheet real quick, uh, Union Grove plays Delavan Darien at home next week, and I think they're going to be fine there. It'll be really interesting to see, again, talking to Wade tomorrow, on how this playoff thing is going to work. But Burlington, who was second in the state in Division Two, loses tonight to Union Grove. And 28-14, hey, the, um, at the end there, the, the unsportsmanlike conduct, what did you see? I just saw the flag fly, and both teams were towards the Union Grove sidelines, and a flag came out of nowhere with two seconds left on the clock. The game was pretty it was pretty much moot at that point. Did anybody get thrown out, or was it just penalties? It was just penalties on both sides. Boy, that's you know what? If I'm one of their coaches on either side, I'm going. Look, do you realize if you've got if you got through thrown out with two seconds to go, you're missing next week. Knock it off. Knock it off because we can't we, we we cannot have something like that at this point. 
So, Ted, thank you very much. Big win for the Broncos. Union Grove beats Burlington 28-14. They, uh, they beat Badger 27-21, beat Elkhorn 34-6, beat Wistosa Central 54-16, and now just beat Burlington. Did not play last week against Waterford. That game got canceled. Waterford, who was always one of the tough outs in that conference. Let's get to line two if we can. Ted Lang. Marquette, Brookfield East, he's got a final. Teddy, give us an update. Yeah, this game has just gone final. Brookfield East holds on for a 40-34 victory and throwing a wrench in those seedings for tomorrow. Yeah, there's no doubt. For you know, Brook, Brookfield East, was gonna, they were ready to run the clock out. Uh, Marquette had no timeouts left, and they fumbled the ball. What? Uh, yeah, Marquette, one play later, one big pass play down to the 20-yard line. No timeouts. They had one pass to the end zone. It was picked off. Oh, man. You know, <laughs> I, all, all I, that happened within the last 10 minutes. Boy, well, you know, there was a number of good games tonight, but that was maybe at least one of the best games to be at as far as entertaining, correct? Yeah, it was very entertaining. Very, I mean, good. All the adjustments made by each team, each team answered each team. And uh, yeah, like I said, Brookfield Leafs is they come out on top tonight, forty to thirty-four. You know they they have not had the kind of uh, season that that you ex- you have come to expect lately from Brook East. Um, they are now, I believe, two and two. They last week they lost twenty-four twenty-one to Brookfield to Menominee Falls, excuse me, but they were up at one point twenty-one fourteen something like that, and uh, Menominee Falls. Rolled tonight against Brookfield East, by the way. The Reading boys scored all the touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what. Yeah, they're the real deal. Well, you know, that, you know, you know, I saw Brook East against Brook Central, and they didn't look that good. Tonight, they looked very good. Well, that's that's a really good staff over there. I can't get Coach Farley to come on my show. He has no interest ever on doing that. Um, one day, maybe, but, but he has not. Well, they beat I'll work, Sussex. I'll work on them. Yeah, good luck with that. They beat Sussex <laughs> Hamilton, then lost to Brook Central. Got shut out against Brook Central. Lost to Germantown, who shut out Catholic Memorial tonight. By the oh, way, Ted, fifteen. Germantown, Germantown's got a very good defense. Yeah, they shut them out fifteen nothing, and now they just Brook East beat Marquette. So right now in this weird season, they're two and three. But boy, mm-hmm. look at the teams they've played. Sussex, yeah. Hamilton, Brook Central, Germantown, Falls, and Marquette. Wow. Yeah. It's a greater Metro. And the teams that, you know, dr- that dropped out are going to play in the spring, West Dallas Central, West Dallas Hale, they didn't get a chance to play. So it wasn't like any of the, you know, West Dallas Hale and Central historically the last few years been a little bit uh, of an easier out than some of the other teams in that conference. Teddy Ballgame, thank you very much. Thank you. Let's get to line five if we can. Alex probably has not a final for us. Grafton and Tosa East. Alex, give us an update. It is a final indeed, Mike McGivern. 22-6 to six is the final. Grafton on top of Tosa East. I mean, you know, you look at the score of this one, it was a lot closer game, I thought, than the score indicated, um, especially in the first half. I mean, it was a pretty much a big defensive struggle. Uh, but in the second half, Grafton just took advantage of some big plays made them when they matter most and pulled away with a 15 point victory, 16 point victory rather. That that's that Kenosha Joe uh, uh education right there. Well done. 
Well, well done. Alex and Zola, thanks for covering that game. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to have two segments. And uh, since we don't have coaches on, call in if you want to talk about the game that you're at or you want to call and talk about your grandkids or high school basketball. That, that would be okay, Coach Wandry. You can give me a call if you want at 414-799-1250. 799-1250. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented and powered by Kern Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Let's get to line one. Ralph has got a final. Nicolay, Lake Country Lutheran. Ralph, give us the final. What's going on? Uh, the final, a 42-26. Uh, Lake Country, uh, sort of late touchdown in the fourth quarter, about three minutes left, and uh, ended up uh, beating Nicolay 42-26. I'm in my car, Mike, and my feet are starting to uh, feel like again. I can feel them again. Man, I don't know who who this is. I, this is not the Ralph Reiner that I used to know, the tough guy. <laughs> hey, uh, Ralph, thanks for covering that game. I appreciate uh, you doing that. It's always good talking to you. And we'll talk to you next week, okay, Mike? Thank you. Hey, before we get to our special guest who's online, too, I, I have to say this. Um, I think Brookfield East may have the the greatest high school basketball program in southeast Wisconsin. What do you think, Coach Wander? Are you going to call and, and question me now? <laughs> hey, I think uh, by saying that, that should tick you out, off enough to, to give us a call at 414-799-1250. So line two, special guest, and, and I've been communicating with her and have never met her, but I'll tell you what, I uh, I know a lot about her. Because I met her son last night, who scored four touchdowns today against Sussex Hamilton. What a great way for this young man to probably end end his career against Sussex Hamilton. We're now joined by Jennifer Schultz Reddy. Jennifer, congratulations. What a good win for Menominee Falls. Your son scored all the points, and I talked about, you know, your son Quentin, if I have a Thanksgiving Day football game, he's my first pick. I'm picking him in the first round because I don't want to have to come up and, and bump and run and try to stay with that kid. What a fun game for you and your family. Oh, it was exciting. It was so exciting. We started off a little slow, but um, the boys picked it up, and I told both Quentin and Evan, I said, before um, you leave this house tonight, you better make sure that you put a beat down on that Sussex Hamilton, <laughs> and they came through for their mom. That co- hey, they they did come through for their mom. Hey Jennifer, I have to tell you this, and and I use this line, but I always wanted to know what my kids were like when they couldn't smell my cologne. Right? <laughs> I'm not in the car. I'm not around the corner. Well, young Quentin came over to the pick and save to support his friend, our pick and save student athlete of the week, and from what I understand. Any of those three captains could have been that pick-and-save student-athlete of the week. They're all extremely good student-athletes. But young Quentin walked into the pick-and-save with a big smile on his face under that mask that he had on, and very engaged, extremely proud of his friend, took good pictures, talked, you know, 
we talked as though I talked to him like he was, you know, my age, like, an, you know, an adult. And he just said, man, we're having a great time. And when I got a chance to talk to Colin off to the side, I said, how good of a football player is Quentin? Without missing a beat, he said, he is the best football player I've ever played football with. And I said, Colin, you've played with some really good football players in Miami Falls. He said, Mr. McGivern, hands down, that kid right there is the best football player I have ever played football with. And I said, okay, I, I got it. Tell me about growing up. Look, the guy that covered the game, Jennifer, said, look, he's not only quick, but he's fast which is really unusual sometimes at the high school age to be able to say, look, he can stop on the dime and move and he's got shifty feet, but you get him in the open field and he's gone. He's and gone. He's has, gone. has he been like this since, since he was playing in, in youth football? Yes. Ever since he's been five years old, he used to play over in Germantown. We live in Menominee Falls, obviously. And um, he's just been able to read a field like no other. I, I'm not saying this just because he's my son. He just has had this passion, and he's got this God's gift that has been given to him, and he uses it. And like I shared with you, it's on and off the field. He, When he first started out, he didn't even know his left from his right. He has a mole that's on his left arm, so he finally memorized, all right, the mole's on my left arm, so that's my left. Because he didn't know when the coach would tell him, run to the right, run to the left. He didn't know what he was doing. And obviously over the years, He's just become a phenomenal player, and he just knows where to be at the right time. And tonight, he just he outperformed. He just he came and brought his A game. Hey, Jennifer, my son Matthew, um, that I coached in basketball, he went to Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls, which is a okay. small Christian school out near YMCA, a little bit um, to the yeah. west. Mm-hmm. And I coached him out there. He's got a freckle on his hand his left hand that's how he figured it out when he was little and that's really funny to me that that your son had had has that on his arm because my son would always look down as a little guy when I'd go you got to dribble with your left and he'd look down to see which one was his left so that's that's really funny hey um is Quentin a multi-sport athlete yes he um played basketball too um and then uh, his freshman year, he stopped playing basketball and then just uh, focused on football and started just working out in the winter over at Top Line Gym. Shout out to Brett Summers, who's his uh, trainer. And Clinton came in, you know, decent size, you know, from a muscular standpoint, but they really built him up over there and he's dedicated. Even during COVID, when he couldn't go into the gym, he set up a makeshift um the workout place in his garage or his dad's garage and went over to his trainer, picked up some equipment. He would take videos of himself, send it over to his trainer. His trainer would critique it and then give him some feedback. And the boy's been dedicated his whole life. And while his friends were out, you know, having fun and doing stuff, Quentin would join him sometimes. But more often than not, Quentin was at it, working out, figuring out what he's going to do you know, memorizing plays, coming up with different things. He'd be out in my backyard running plays and recording himself and then critiquing it and sending it off. My goodness. We were talking to Jennifer Schultz-Redding, and uh, tonight Menominee Falls, in a rivalry game, um, took it to Sussex-Hamilton. It was 35-13. Every touchdown Menominee Falls scored was a Redding. 
And I asked Quentin, I said, who's a better receiver, you or your brother? He said, man, I am. Come on. You now, he's got better size. He goes over the middle, but you get me in open space, and I, I'm, I'm a better receiver, I think. And he started laughing. He said, but I got to tell you, this he, he is my younger brother, and he's really talented. And you know what? These two guys, obviously, they have – you know, but they're brothers, and as brothers, we do get in arguments and fight a little bit. But these two guys, he, you're, the younger one looks up to him, I'm sure. Yes, yes. They're very close. And Quentin doesn't only consider Evan his brother. He considers all his teammates their brothers, whether they're the freshmen, the sophomore, junior, seniors. He always wants to include everyone and make sure that they're welcome and they feel comfortable. And he'll challenge them. I mean, he'll... He'll have buttheads, you know, on the uh, on the field. Right. When he comes off, he's got their back no matter what. Jennifer, yeah, do you know that's that's interesting that you you said that because I brought that up to him when we had him on a, um, a couple of weeks ago, and I said, "What's the, what's the difference here?" Because Menominee Falls a lot of times has a lot of talent, but there are some things that 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 happen. He said, "Look, here's the difference. We really like I hang out with guys I never hung out with before." And everybody, I think our, the leadership of the senior class has taken that role really seriously, and we include everybody. And everybody trusts each other. We love each other in this locker room, and we're playing for each other. And I thought, oh, man, okay, this team's got a chance. When you've got senior leaders that talk like your son does, that locker room, and as a coach, as a, as a coach that retired after 36 years of coaching basketball, when I hear my senior leaders say things like that, I know we're in a pretty good place. No, it's, it's phenomenal because even when they were in junior Indians and his dad coached him along with, you know, Billy Howard's dad and um, Colin Heckman's, you know, dad was out there, you know, cheering them on. There were a ton of dads that were out there and they were – the best group ever, and they said it ever since that fifth grade class came together, they knew that they were going to come their senior year and just show out. And they pumped each other up every single year and just kept getting better and better. And it's just, it's it's such a good feeling. It's unfortunate COVID that's going on, but when we started this, when we started this season, we didn't even know if we were going to have one. I'm just so blessed and so happy that they get to, to have this time. And we just take each week as it comes. Yeah, I I agree. I I just I didn't know if we'd be in doing this show or not, and I it's been really fun, and I enjoy it. A couple of last things before we let you go. This is the year of lasts for you with Quentin, right? The last time you're going to play Sussex Hamilton, some of the lasts of going to this field or that field. Personally, how you, how are you doing with all this? You you doing okay? Uh, I'll tell you. This morning I was breaking down and and yeah. Uh, Jennifer Redding had a good cry because uh, it hit me that today was the last time that he's playing on this field with a regular season game. Obviously, we have playoffs that are coming up, and we may have some of that home field advantage, but it really did hit me. And then at the end of the night, I gave him a big hug, and yes, there were tears that were flowing. But I'm, it's happy, it's bittersweet, and um, you know, sad at the same time, but I think his dad and I have created a good foundation for him, and he will be sent off with some some things that he can go and accomplish on his own. Yeah, and and he will. Do you know he he will. This is a kid again. When he walked into this pick and save last <clears throat> night and and I just watched him, he just carries himself really well and he is a good ambassador for for you and your husband um and the school. He just really is and I told him 
that if you guys keep winning, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get you back on the air a couple of times. He said, anytime you need me. And I said, you know what? Just don't take my job, young man. You go off to college. You do what you what you have to do. At this point, ranked number one in the state in Division Two, Menominee Falls, and I can't thank Jennifer Schultz writing enough. I asked her to call in if the, if her boys have a good game and let me brag up on those boys a little bit. And uh, sure enough, she did. So Jennifer, thank you so much. I look forward to meeting you in person one day. Definitely. Thank you so much, Mike. I appreciate you reaching out and, and having me on your show. You bet. You you let him know that if there was a fantasy football league in, in high school football, I'd, do, I'd get a trade and I'd pick him up. I would make sure. I don't think anybody would give him up after four four touchdowns tonight. He scores, you know, two, three touchdowns every week. Uh, Jennifer Schultz writing, thank you very much, guys. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll talk about some of the games that are coming up next week that are going to matter. And a little bit more about uh, tomorrow's shows that I have coming up. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM. The fan, boy, it's been a night, man. Couple of uh, couple of games surprised us a little bit. I think Brookfield East beat Marquette. That is a surprise. I think Union Grove handling Burlington. Going to have the head coach from Burlington on tomorrow, and some of his players. We'll uh, we'll talk to them a little bit. It was. Uh, it was good to have the, uh, Mrs. Redding on. She did a great job, by the way, Jennifer, and thank you for that. Jennifer Schultz Redding um, certainly did well, and her her boys did really well tonight. For Menominee Falls, four touchdowns for the older boy, one for the younger one, and, and Quentin can talk to the younger ones and go, hey, man, I had four tonight. What would you have? I'm sorry. I think you had one. I may have missed it. I may have missed that one. Um I think uh, Muskego rolling 49-0 Oconomowoc. Grafton got a win against uh, Wauwatosa East. Lake Country Lutheran last week beats Wauwatosa East. This week beats Nicolet. They're, uh, they are number one in the state in Division Four for a reason. There's no doubt. And certainly that, that uh, in Division Five, excuse me, for a reason. It'll be interesting to see how they, uh, how they do this come playoff time because the only other team that could be in the region in the coaches poll is Lakeside Lutheran who got a running clock on Portage tonight. And I know some of the people up at Lakeside Lutheran and they would love, love to get a chance to play Lakeside Lutheran. And when you're Lakeside Lutheran at this point, come on, they'll play just about anybody. That's how they are. Another big game next week is Lake country Lutheran traveling to Martin Luther. Martin Luther, who's undefeated, and I know a lot of those kids because that's where I coach basketball, and I know that they've been talking about, boy, we look forward to playing our sister school because I think we're really good, and I know they're really good. And this will be a game that we're going to put on the calendar, kind of mark and say, okay, let's get that one going. Hopefully next week Whitefish Bay can get back to playing football. They would play at Homestead. Cedarburg would go to Hartford, and again, Hartford is a really good football team. Cedarburg's been playing extremely well. That'll be a game that will get covered alongside the Whitefish Bay and Homestead game. 
Hopefully that'll go. But what happens is between now and then, have no idea. Have no clue who's good playing, who's playing who. Wauwatosa West going to play Wauwatosa East next week. And again, similar to what we talked about earlier, that Sussex-Hamilton-Menominee Falls rivalry, Tosa West-Tosa same thing. New Berlin West against New Berlin Eisenhower next week. Same. Catholic Memorial plays Pewaukee. And I can tell you that Catholic Memorial getting shut out, I don't know the last time that happened. And you got to give Germantown's defense and Jake Davis a lot of credit because, boy, oh, boy, they uh, to pitch a shutout against a Catholic Memorial team and understand, like everybody, they have some injuries now. They have some key guys that are out. Um, but they certainly, uh, to be able to shut them out is big. Oak Creek and Franklin next week. Again, rivalry, rivalry, week, rivalry week next week is big. And when Joe Cook was here, and I've said this a few times, he would always tell me as the head coach at Oak Creek, if I go up missing, just go over to the Franklin Police Department. They've got me. They have me stashed someplace. Look everywhere you can because they've, they've put me somewhere in the Franklin Police Department. That game is going on, Oak Creek and Franklin. And I don't know how Oak Creek did tonight, but I know that they were traveling to Freedom to play the Irish. And uh, I'm sure that was a good test for them up there. Waterford, it was still central. Um, Union Grove, again, big win. They play Delavan Darien. It'll be interesting to see what that win does for the Southern Lakes Conference as far as when this the, the tournament and when the, the uh, seeding comes out next week, and it'll come out at midnight next Saturday or next, yeah, next Friday night, Saturday morning. So we'll be able to talk about that on the show, who's playing who, who's in what region, and it'll be interesting to see what Wade LeBecki has to say tomorrow at 11.15. Tomorrow's show at uh, 10 o'clock, Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskegon, and I will talk a little bit about some of the stuff we're talking about here tonight, and then we'll have three seniors, I believe, and the head football coach at Burlington. They will not be in good moods tomorrow, but we certainly will uh, talk to them about what happened against Union Grove. Wade Lebecki from the WIAA. We will name our team of the week, UW Credit Union Team of the Week, introduce you to our current electric superhero of the week, and also to our pick-and-save student athlete of the week. If you haven't listened to that show from 10 to noon, we, we highlight, promote, and celebrate thing, everything good about high school athletics. And that's what we started doing with this show 15, 16 years ago, and we, we continue to do it now. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it, Sam. Great job. Austin, really good job answering the phones over there. Sorry about Sussex-Hamilton. They're getting whooped by uh, Menominee Falls. Sorry about it that. Happens. Yeah, no, no worries. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on 1250 AM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.